Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? What are you doing, Hefe? Ah, uh, what's new, J Dubs? Welcome into the hideout. It's the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I am Hefe. That is Dubs. For the next four hours, allow us to be your hosts. Be somebody. Call at 1-888-978-1041-407-916-1041 or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Why the one eight eight eight? I don't know. It's written different in front of me over here than it used to be. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. That was really odd. I know. It, felt- it just came out odd, and I had no idea why. Douche chill. Yeah. Damn, it was very uncomfortable. I hope that's not a marker for how the night's going to go. I think it is. Uh-oh. Uh, Stick around. Chumps <laughs> Carolla is the executive producer. Tommy Bateman's our director on top of the talk and roll controls. Matt Albert screens your phone calls at uh, the... one eight 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 nine. 888 what the hell? <laughs> uh, here we go. Uh, the website's realradio.fm. We have a lot of stuff to get to this evening, including Orlando Magic fans, fans of the NBA. We're going to have a draft expert. As tomorrow night is the NBA draft. Mm-hmm. I know. I believe the Magic have the number 11 pick. Ooh, not bad. M- most people saying Ronnie Brewer, but uh, we'll get you more details. We have a... Who's Ronnie Brewer? Uh, he is a guard, I believe, out of Arkansas. Okay. And in addition to that, J-Dubs, this evening, I believe we're going to be talking to a band for about, I'm going to say, two minutes. Mm-hmm. Yes! And uh, a lot more tonight uh, as well. Now, Dubs, kind of the big entertainment news this evening is the fact that Star Jones has left The View. I honestly uh, don't care. You know, I've watched the the View and I've enjoyed. Did you almost say I also I the watched... Jew? I almost said I watched the Jew. That's what I thought. <laughs> you are not off to a stellar start. No, not at all. Oh, for two, you are. One eight 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 nine seven eight one zero four one. And uh, you can talk about the Jew. Uh, so, so anyway, but other than that, I'm thinking, all right, why don't they have a male version of this? And then I remembered mm-hmm. that Dick Clark. Tried to put together a version, a male version of The View. Didn't work out. Does anybody know what that was called? Tommy, you have all kinds of television knowledge. I just remember that um, Mario Lopez, A.C. Slater, and Donnie, Danny Bonaducci were the co-hosts. I can't right, so remember what it was called, was, That's who they were. Okay, here. I, right here, mm. I have my ideal list for, because I think where Dick Clark went all wrong. Yeah, Mario Lopez, was, the one. was... Casting these idiots. They're gone for Diamond. What is that guy's name? Dustin, Dustin Diamond. Diamond. If you could spend any amount of money, all right, let's say I'm the executive producer of this show, I can put together the mother of all male talk shows 
Here's what I'm putting together. El Jefe, J-Dubs, uh, Chunks, and Tommy. Uh, I'd probably keep one, and that's about it. So here's what, I'm, here's what I'm saying for television. Here's what I'd like to see. Okay. All right. Dave Chappelle. I think just conversationally, I think he can do well. Uh, he's probably not going to lead it. No. However, I But he'd be a good uh, guy to chime in with. Exactly. George Clooney is another guy that I he think... He could would, lead it. That could do very well, probably lead. Again, money is no option. Yeah. Here are my other two. This is where it may get controversial. But uh, I will allow two substitutions, because I don't think you're getting better than Chappelle or Clooney. Okay? Here are the two. It could be debatable. I think they're uh, 100% home runs out of the park. Stephen Hawking. Why Stephen Hawking? He's brilliant, he, and I he's think... He's brilliant, but you can only get one sentence out of him a night. I think that would be part of the fun of having Stephen Hawking sit right next to Dave Chappelle and just see what happens. Now, does he type in to get uh, him to say stuff? Is Does he have like a little uh, like keyboard? I think that's how he talks. I think it's Morse code, like with breaths that he blows out into that okay. straw that he has. Because that'd be great if uh, you had someone sitting next to him just typing weird stuff in there while he's not looking. By the way, that's a lie. Which is all the time. That's a lie. I don't know if that's what he does. Mm. But I like how you just agree. Thank you. Hey, I think that you know what's going on. All right, so Stephen Hawking and Carson from Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Why Carson? I, the, the, the straightest of the bunch? No, he's the queerest of the bunch. Oh, is he? He's the blonde. Oh, that's Carson. Okay, I thought, who is, uh, is Steven uh, the guy, that uh, the, the food guy? I'm not sure. Whoever the food guy is, is, is Yeah, I like how you guys guy. make fun of me for knowing stupid stuff. Whatever, Carson, uh, that, Carson's that, a uh, queer, icon. Queer Eye was a hit, too, so I don't even want to hear it. That'd be great on the Jew. The View, it's called. Oh, now, I'm getting, uh, Chan Boogie says the other half was the name of the show uh, for the male view. The what? What was it called? The other half. Oh, the other half, yes. So, I think that is the ideal male lineup. Put them on television. Seating order, left, you have Clooney. Next, you have Carson, because the sexual tension would be insane. Then you break it up. With um, just because it'd be kind of uncomfortable because of the bulky chair, Stephen Hawking. Yeah, everybody else is on a stool. He has that big ass rascal. And then at the end, on the right, Dave Chappelle. I think. I don't honestly, think. I don't think you can do better. Honestly, I I would uh, throw in a Tom Arnold. I like uh, him on. I I loved him on the Best Damn Sports Show. I think he. When I first heard that he was going to be on there, I, I thought, how terrible is this going to be? But I watched it a few times. And I thought he did great. All right, so who are you replacing, then, if you're throwing in Tom Arnold? Chappelle. What? No, I'm uh, probably Hawking. Or See, Carson. Now, now you're taking out the... I, I don't think. I think if you're going to take out anybody, I don't think you can, because mine is flawless. Okay. I have so, a flawless man to take over your flawless show. Hmm. Nick Cage. Shut up. Nick Cage is nobody. He, the last thing you want to do is hear him talk. I don't even like to watch him act. I, don't, I certainly don't want to hear him talk. I know it's hard to stare at perfection, but uh, when you do, you can see beauty. You know what? I need somebody from middle America. I didn't even think about this. No, Larry the Cable Guy, I know you, you son of a bitch. Stop now. I think I replaced Stephen Hawking with Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> you get about the, uh, the, the same tone of voice. Here's the thing. You're going completely opposite when it comes to smarts. However, when you have a mixture of personalities, you got Clooney, 
uh, Carson from Queer Eye, Larry the Cable Guy, and you know what? You call it the C's, the four C's, Clooney, <laughs> Carson, Cable Guy, Chappelle. That's what I call the view. <laughs> Wilson in the 407. What do you got, Wilson? Oh, hey, you fat wet Get out of here. Is that Matt on the phones? Yes. Chase in the 352. What Can't do you got? Can't do that. Well, what about for all things badass, Chuck Norris? Chuck Norris, I think I think that uh, that whole gimmick is cooked. What's he gonna do? Wrestle Carson? That's maybe he can be a guest and wrestle Carson. He's like, well, when I was in Sidekicks, I don't know if you saw that gem. Uh, we we had a, uh, the same situation going on backstage. <laughs> Sidekicks always makes me laugh. <laughs> uh, he's too nice of a guy too. He's too humble. Yeah, he he just wouldn't have the the manliness to him. All right, EJ from the U says Shaq, not interested. <laughs> No, thank you. All right, I'm willing to take out Hawking for Larry the Cable Guy. No. Hold on a second. Plus, it works with the whole uh, C angle. All right, so Larry. Hey, how you doing? What's up, buddy? Tony in the 407, what do you got? I got uh, Dennis Leary. Dennis, Dennis Leary and, would be bad. And uh, Pat Sajak. Right, here's no the thing. Pat Sajak. No to Pat Sajak, just because. Did you mo- ever watch his abortion of a show? Just because, no, I did not. Just because Good Morning Vietnam is based mm-hmm. on him, not interested. And who was the other one he said? Dennis Leary actually would be good. Here's the problem with Dennis Leary. He can't not curse. Otherwise, I would say, fine. Yeah. I could throw Dennis Leary in there, but he can't not curse. Anytime you see him on a network show, like uh, like a talk show, he always throws on an F-bomb. So I don't think you can do that, unfortunately. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Hey, look. Yeah. You can try to mess with my uh, incredible casting skills as a television. Run down your list again, real quick. George Clooney. Yes. Again, this is for, like, the male view. Kind of leading it. Uh, George Clooney. Carson from Queer Eye. Larry the Cable Guy. Yes. And Dave Chappelle. I think you are missing one aspect of it, and I, maybe Jeff in the 352 has it. Jeff. Hey, how you doing, guys? I got a couple for you for your okay. uh, show there. Mm-hmm. Uh, first would be uh, Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. I'm thinking, yeah. I, I don't think Burt Reynolds would be the perfect fit, but I think you do need the older man in there. And, What's uh, Clooney? Howie Long. <laughs> no, Howie Long. It would just be giggling the whole time, just like it's the uh, NFL pregame show. Here's the one guy I considered. He, he would be the first replacement. Because as I look at this, the one thing I'm kind of missing is the sports aspect to it. A John Madden. No, not John Madden. I, I don't think he can pull the... off the, uh, don't bring up the queer, I think, because John Madden is not gay. I don't care how many times you say <laughs> Whatever. it. Whatever. But, uh. It's only alleged. I don't, I, I don't think he could pull it off because you, you go into anything but sports, he has nothing to say. Why don't you get rid of the queer eye guy and put in Simon Cowell? No. Now, first of all, I like to see him and George Clooney arm wrestle. I don't know why. You got you get rid of the sexual tension between Clooney and Carson. You got to keep that. I think though with Madden that'd be funny. Like, let's say you're talking about something political, and he's just drawing the Republicans and Democrats like X and O's. You know what I mean on a, on a football field. I like, that's the only thing I feel like we're missing a sports guy, but I don't know what sports guy you could throw in there. I think oh, we found a flaw in your perfect lineup, Heather in the 407. What do you got, Heather? Uh, what about Larry David? Larry David on there. Right, here's the thing. I like Larry David. I love Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Seinfeld, one of my favorite shows. No. Every time he's in anything, he's every time he puts his hands in, it's a hit. But here's the thing. He needs to write. 
he off the fly, off the cuff. It could be interesting. That whole show is off the cuff, basically. Well, no, but they have like a they have an outline of where they want to go. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is improv. But it's just going to be, what is he going to do? Just sit there and be uncomfortable and say uncomfortable things? Yes. It'd be Stop. awesome. I have a sports guy. Who? Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. All right, hold on a second. Mike Tyson could be. Right, but who's your replace? I don't care. Everyone. No. No, you had to pick one. Just the Tyson show. <laughs> Damn, Tyson would be good. I feel like there should be a retard in the lineup, too. Shut up. Who even invited you into this conversation, you dumbass? We already got Larry the Cable Guy. Do you have water to go get or something? I'll leave. My goodness. How about John Rocker? All right, now you're talking. <laughs> I like the Rocker thing. Hey, Gorson. Awa. Grazie. By the way, congratulations to uh, my brethren, the Brazilians. How about that? Ronaldinho. Who? One of the Ronaldos. I'm Brazil. I don't know. I, I, I haven't watched the World Cup, and Ronaldo just makes me nervous. <sighs> but my uh, Italian and Brazilian heritage you're, representing me you're strong. Full-blooded Mexican. In the uh, in the World Cup, isolate that for later on when he calls me white. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Let's go with uh, anti Matt. Anti Matt in the four zero seven. Who do you got? Yeah, I got an old guy for you, Bob Barker. How about Bob Barker? No. I've heard him uh, not do uh, the uh, the prices right, and he's actually pretty funny. No, 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 no. This is going to be serious. You got Chappelle for funny. Mm-hmm. You got Clooney to drive the bus. You got Larry the Cable Guy to represent Metal America. And you got Carson for gay folks. <laughs> Thank you. Nate in the 863. Hey, um, I got two for you. One, Bob Saget. And the other one is Phil your sports, uh, Stuart Scott. Okay. I couldn't handle Stuart Scott's lazy eye the whole show. And his lazy eye and his bad attitude. Yeah. But Bob Saget, I think, could work. You know who could work out? Kenny Maine. Remember Kenny Maine no. from SportsCenter? He was actually really good and really funny. When SportsCenter was probably at its best and it wasn't so gimmicky, mm-hmm. but it still had that edge was when it was Oberman and Kenny Mayne together. Like early, early, uh, like 2000 or so, I think. I don't remember him. What do you look like? I remember late 99. He's tall, white guy, television dude. I don't know. I dig him. Well, it's perfect for you. Ooh, we need a Latin representative. I didn't even think about that. Carlos Mencia. No. I'd say, all right, Lopez, throw Mario Lopez in. <laughs> no, he, he killed the last one. He has to have a C in his name. How about you have C.C. DeVille from Poison on? <laughs> That's great. All right, well, I think I figured it out. Other than not having a sports guy, but maybe you kind of bring somebody in like you have a special correspondent or something, you know what I mean? Someone who kind of can kind of step in and do that. Otherwise, I don't know. But I think those four are a winner if you had the cast. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. How about Fat Mojo? What do you got, Fat Mojo, in the four zero seven? I think that the best Midwest guy has got to be Johnny Damon, the creator of Parabas. He's so down to earth and he can cook too. <laughs> I like that. I like a cooking segment. Well, with that, him. then you need Damon Mandola there too. Commercials work. <laughs> they do. There's no. I reason. know Johnny Caraba and Damian Mandola. There's no other reason we'd uh, <laughs> we know those names. And those hack jokes they throw out. He looks like a little meatball. 
Just rolling around there. <laughs> I got to tell you, though, it's good food. It is. I love it. Matt in the uh, 863, what do you got, Matt? Matt, you there? Matt. Yeah. What do you got? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, Joe, Joe, Joe Rogan from Fear Factor. Hi, Joe Rogan. Here's the thing about Rogan. He seems disinterested in everything he does. Mm-hmm. Which He's, I kind of dig. He's very interested when he commentates for the UFC. I know, like, he likes that, but other other words... Uh, I mean, he, he is fairly uh, knowledgeable in sports, too. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Here we go, Tower 1. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Uh, dubs. Superman opens tonight? Yeah. Early some, start for it. 10 o'clock, the first showing over at Altamont. Maybe we send chunks over to hand out some of the brand new hideout magnets. Yeah, uh, which, we have uh, nice magnets. Which yeah. I wasn't really expecting. That's kind of cool. So, I do enjoy that when we don't have to ask for things and we get swag. Yeah, well, there are my presents as I go home for a couple of weddings. Mm-hmm. Uh, here you go. Here's the best to you and your marriage. Uh, Dubs, I said this. Male version of you. You could spend any amount of money that you want to. Money's no object. All because of the, what's her name quit. Um, uh, Star Jones on The View. Right, whatever. Did she quit or was she fired? Because I heard That's, she was going to be fired. Essentially, she wasn't going to be renewed. Yeah, so, so she... Kind of in that in-between whatever. If she eat, tried hard enough, maybe. Yeah, you can either uh, you know resign or you'll get fired It's amazing how on. she's one person that you prefer to look at fat because she looks so odd now. Mm-hmm. Well, I know her and Rosie O'Donnell will, like... At odds, and Rosie's joining the view. Which again, that would have made for great television, but whatever. So here are mine. All right, here's who we're putting in for the male version of this. You know, four guys sitting around talking, money, no option. All right, no problem. George Clooney, Carson from Queer Eye, Larry the Cable Guy, and Dave Chappelle. I think that is no. a winning show. It's an hour. It's thirty minutes. It's based out of L.A. If money's no object, David in the 407 has a great one. Okay. David, what do you got? Samuel Jackson or John Travolta? Well, we are just going to go with Pulp Fiction here. It was a great movie, but as long get as they, over it. As long as they can do scenes. <laughs> but Samuel L. Jackson would be great. Pig's a filthy animal. How do you know Samuel L. Jackson would be great? He's great in the movies. That doesn't mean he's great at having a conversation. I've heard interviews with the man. Look, he has an interesting voice. And I I would love to uh, tune it on every morning and hear it. So you're taking him out of then uh, Dave Chappelle, Larry the Cable Guy. No, Larry stays. You no, gotta... Larry does not stay. Dude, you have to have him for Middle America. You have to. All right, I have Middle America right here. Jeff in 352. Who do you have? Hey guys, I got someone who's a little bit older and involved in sports as well as entertainment. Yes. Mr. Vince McMahon. Vinny Mac. Vince McMahon, owner of the WWE. I thought that was the guy's quarterback for the Bears. No, that's Mike. Or Shane. <laughs> that Vince McMahon was uh No, Vince McMahon is the owner of WWE. He'd be awful because he would start interviewing someone, and then they would give him crap, and he'd you're be, fired. I'm gonna hit those papers out of here. You want to fight <laughs> like he did with Bob Costas? No, I'm not interested. I'd almost rather Bob Costas than Vince McMahon. Well, that would be then, kind of interesting. Uh, then that'd be great for Anna in 407. I, that's what I was just gonna say. It was Bob Costas. I can't handle uh, Bob Costas. He's too and, pretentious. Yeah, and Costas now is a terrible show. Well, I mean, yeah. I'm almost rather a Bryant Gumble or a James Brown. Mm-hmm. James Brown wouldn't be bad. 
But you already got your black guy quota. Well, he could drive the bus, though. True. If, if Clooney doesn't want to do it. Pinching the 440, what do you got? Hey, how about Jim Rome? Here's the thing, I love Rome. But I can't see him holding it together. With And he's always been that one-guy show. I couldn't see him in an ensemble type thing. I completely agree. He's not a conversationalist. He's a great interviewer. Well, he asks the right questions, Mm -hmm. and he's perfect alone. That's like asking Limbaugh to get in there. He's not, you know. Yeah, it didn't work out last time when they tried to put him with other people. They ended up putting him at another desk, and then he throws out racial things. Well, that'd be you. Yeah. Don in the 407. What do you got, Don? What's up? I think you guys should try out Ice Cube. He's actually pretty intelligent. Ooh. Cube or T? Ice Cube is a guy I'm a big fan of. By the way, Pinchy, if you're still listening, see if you can find that one and send it to me, the new Ice Cube joint. Oh, he has a new new thing going on? Yeah. Uh, Ice Cube is a guy I wouldn't mind so much. Maybe if Chappelle... But here's the thing. you got to have funny. Mm-hmm. Chappelle brings the funny along with Larry the Cable Guy. And you can't have two black guys. That's just a rule. America won't watch it if it's two black guys. One, they're okay with. Mm-hmm. Here's another problem, too. People may be a little uh, pushed off by an ice cube, even though he seems nice and cuddly. Well, he's been in so many uh, kids-type things lately. I think he's really gotten himself into middle America. That no one saw. Those mm-hmm. are movies no one saw, and that's the problem. Jaden386, what do you got, Jade? I'm thinking the real Rain Man. The real Rain Man. Uh, I saw a special on this guy. He uh, what? Th- there is a real Rain Man out there. I think you uh, you can find it over there, uh, Tommy. I think it's on News Filter. This guy is terrific. He uh, he does the same kind of talking that Rain Man did in the movie, and uh, has like uh, no point of view on anything. But he is just a wizard. It would be just that retard we need. The real Rain Man is—is is that what his name is? That, that's what everybody refers to him as. He's on News Filter. Like how long ago? Ah, uh, probably a couple weeks. Should be on like page two or three on there. I right, rarely you, update that. See if you can. I know that that website fell off more than anyone mm-hmm. ever. Ever. It used to be so good for like cool. St- I liked it more than fart. Yeah, and then they went strictly videos, and it's. Mm. All right. See if you can find. Yeah, it's, now it's just all porno essentially. Right, the real Rain Man. What is he gonna do? You can bring him on as a guest. Maybe you can go to him for news. I say he's your uh, announcer. All right, there. As long as he doesn't lose his gimmick like Stuttering John did, mm-hmm. then okay, I'm fine. Yeah, I, I've uh, tried to tune on to uh, Leno, and I don't even recognize him when he's when he's throwing out everything. I even forget he's there. Sean in the 386. Who do you have? Uh, what about Bobby Knight? Here's the thing. He's at my alma mater of Texas Tech University. Mm-hmm. What's he going to say? Well, he's always been very opinionated. No, his, no, and it's not necessarily opinionated. He just likes picking on younger guys. <laughs> That's all it is. That's why we have Chunks. He likes being in control. What happened to Chunks? I don't know. He got his feelings hurt. Hmm. Mike. And oh, the- my God. Look at this freaking news yeah. filter. It's just yeah. all dirty porno. It's terrible. Oh, my God. Goodness. Mike in the 407, who do you have? Got a couple for you, actually. I'm liking, uh, liking Dennis Miller. He can talk about anything. And uh, I'm liking Ed O'Neill for Married with Children. Uh, Ed O'Neill could be kind of funny just to look at. Dennis, Dennis Miller has never done anything other than by himself that's been successful. Has there been any guy that was on the verge of being maybe the biggest, like, biggest thing? Like, he was 
really almost... With that HBO show, he was right there. He was right... He was, you know, before... Um, what's his name? That has the HBO show now. Bill Maher. Right. And before Jon Stewart, kind of mm-hmm. doing that whole thing, and he just fell off so quick. His problem is he got real ultra-partisan and, like, real Republican... And then really started kind of going over the top, losing people. Because his kind of humor plays a little bit more towards people who are liberal when it yeah. comes to politics. But then he was, you know. And liberals loved his show, too, because it was funny. But then he just got way too far. Yeah, he went over way too far. He sucked on Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it was over, essentially. Simon in 863, who do you have? Hey, Simon. Yeah. What do you have? All right, I got the ultimate guy. He used to be a talk show host. He used to be on Sports Center and on The Daily Show. And he's from Middle America, so Craig Kilborn's got to take it. Craig, Craig Kilborn? Craig Kilborn isn't a. I'd rather Kenny Mayne. I mm-hmm. think Kenny Mayne is funnier. Kilborn. I couldn't get into his show that when he was doing uh, the late night thing. I loved him on uh, on The Daily Show when he started that up, but John Stewart blew him out of the water. Yeah, he just took it to a whole nother level. Oh, Middle America right here with Kelly. Kelly in the 407, who do you have? Um, I was thinking about a couple, John Goodman or Clint Eastwood. Here's the thing, Clint Eastwood would have nothing to say. No, he would be drooling. He barely even talks in his movies. Mm-hmm. If you go back and like you watch the later ones, John Goodman, if he wears a wig and he does the Linda Tripp gimmick the whole time, then I'll allow John Goodman on my show. I like him just looking big and lumberjack-like. Well, Dubs, I'm glad to see that no one could top me. I topped myself, taking out Stephen Hawking and putting in Larry the Cable Guy. George Clooney, Carson from Queer Eye, Larry the Cable Guy, Dave Chappelle. Tell me you wouldn't watch that show. Not with Larry on it. You'd love it. You'd I become would hate it. You'd become such a Larry fan. And even if you hated Larry, you'd watch it to watch Dave Chappelle and George Clooney pick on Larry. Never would happen. I, I can't handle it. Oh, and we need, uh, we need a Latin voice. Maybe this will knock out Larry uh, the Cable Guy. All right, voice. I'll do it. Chris in the 321, who do you have? I got your Latin guy. Here's John Leguizamo. All right, somebody offered up Leguizamo. I like his one-man shows, Spicarama, mm-hmm. Mambo Mouth, Freak, everything else, crap. The Pest was a terrific piece of cinema. All right. Then you see, all right, so here you have Clooney, the elder statesman, hot guy. You have Carson, Agreed. the gay guy. In between, then Larry the Cable Guy with his sleeveless shirt on, and then you have Dave Chappelle with his little hat on that he always wears. That is a winner aesthetically and for content. You're welcome. I'm going to take it to Hollywood and see what we can do. I think probably getting the show together a year, all it would probably cost is $100 million. Probably 40 each going to Chappelle and Clooney. Yeah. And I, I I just don't see Larry the Cable Guy. It pisses me off that he's even in the uh, conversation. I'm sure Carson would do it just to sit next to Clooney. Or Larry the Cable Guy, whatever. Just to keep his fame going. It's a hi- Queer Eye's doing nothing now. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. It's hour one in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Real quick, let's go to Dan in the 386. Who do you got, Dan? Dan. Hey, guys, uh, hey you hear me? Yeah. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, I was just thinking, you want an older guy? You want a funny guy? George Carlin. Insightful? Funny? <sighs> Damn you, dude. Great conversationalist. Right, here's the thing about George Carlin. This is... By the way, those of you just now tuning in, 
if we were to put together a male version of The View. Because right now I got four. Mm-hmm. Clooney, by the way, money, no object. Clooney, Carson from Queer Eye, Larry the Cable Guy, and Dave Chappelle. George Carlin even fits in with my whole, like, C uh, thing. Who do I replace, though? You can Look, I know you want to replace Larry the Cable Guy. You cannot. You have to make this show at least palatable for middle America. All right. If we can't take him out for Carlin, I have middle America's guy right here. Megan in the 352. Who do you have, Megan? Um, I'd like to replace Larry the Cable Guy with Ted Nugent. The Nuge. Deadly Tedly. No. Why? Not allowing it. He's. It, we don't need another comedian. We need another opinionated guy. He's not funny enough. Yes, he is. He's annoying. I hate him because he almost got me fired from one of my, my one of my first hey, radio jobs. Hey, don't let it get personal. Look, I'm the producer. That time, him calling in Q106 saying, fire the Mexican on the air, that's enough for me to hold a grudge. Although Ted Nugent would be good. Mm-hmm. The only problem is, you're throwing a Ted Nugent, he's like D-list. I don't think no. so. I think Middle America loves the Nuge. He's I think... on Supergroup on VH1. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. He's a VH1 guy. Larry the Cable guy. He's, he's a, net... a Comedy Central guy. He's a network dude. Hey, maybe you could have Sebastian Bach on then. Uh, Dubs, joining us in the hideout. They got a show with Vince Neal of Motley Crue at the St. Pete Times uh, Forum, uh, downtown Tampa this Friday. Drummer for Rat, Bobby Blotzer. What's going on, brother? What's up? How are you guys doing down there? We're good, man. How are you? The TheRatPack.com. Ratpack.com, well, that's our site, has been our home site for the last, I don't know, six, seven years, which we're in the middle of uh, building a new one, so that one's kind of defunct right now. Ah, okay. All right, fair enough. There's some interesting things going on here, kids, that's all I can say. What's that? What's going on? What do you well, think? I can't say, unfortunately. Well, don't, don't tease us with it. So it's really sucky that I can't just, you know, let the cat out of the bag. But well, we're let just it out. kicking around. Let the know? cat out, Rat. Come on. Okay. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Hi oh. Uh so you got the uh the gig coming up uh yeah. in Tampa this Friday. What's going on? I mean you guys sold Jesus, what all almost eighteen million records all over the world. What are you guys up to? Well, I personally my for myself, uh you know, I just moved to Houston, Texas. I opened a recording studio down here. And uh I'm, I'm grooving on living in a different place. I've been in LA all my life, so Pretty interesting, great house values and that kind of thing. Beautiful women, um, humid as hell, but you know what that's like down yeah, there, right? Definitely. My parents, live, my mom lives in Houston. I'll be there in late July. That ought to be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, well, I'm, you know, here it's coming. It's on its way. I see. I mean, it's here. So right, exactly. Whatever the case is, thank God for air conditioning. But uh, you know, short story long. Yeah, I moved down here. Got Diamond Recording Studios. That's the name of my studio, which can be actually viewed at Diamond Recording Studio. Dot com. There, that's out. Sorry, but uh, other than that, doing rat flyout shows here this summer, uh, having some meetings with uh, some some of the old fellows in the band here. You know, we just did this behind the music, so we're coming off the heels of that. Actually, uh, uh, our uh, our producer Tommy just watched the behind the music. What did you see on that, Tommy? That you wanted to ask uh, Bobby about from Rat? Uh, Bobby's favorite person, Stephen Piercy, looks awful now, and he looks like kind of a drag. Queen what, what's with uh, Stephen Piercy? <laughs> Uh, you know, <laughs> is he a drag queen? I don't know. What, dude, Spill I don't know what got into him that day. He, uh, I, you know, that was quite a while ago, and uh, well, that was shot. Um, I think he's, you know, put some more meat on his bones since then. 
Mm. I don't know, dude. He's you know he's Piercy's Piercy. You know I don't know what what I haven't. I don't seen, know how many I times I've said on that. that guy, you know, like physical eyes on him in many years. So would you kick his ass if you saw him? No, we did that in court a couple of years ago. And won about a million bucks from the side. Nice. Still licking his wounds from that one, but <laughs> very. I, good. You know we are friends again, so I'm not I'm not making fun of him. I you know. As far as he knows, he's in L.A., but... Uh. Right, whatever. I'm sure he's listening on RealRadio.fm right now. Uh, Bobby Blotzer, drover from Rat here in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1, performing with Vince Neal of Motley Crue, uh, coming up in downtown Tampa this Friday at the St. Pete Times Forum. Um, yeah, we were just there last summer, actually. We just played that, that forum. How, how do those gigs go? How is it? I mean, is it still got the same energy, all that stuff? Well, you know, I mean, we've, we're touring the same... Touring lineup that we've had now since Stephen left the band in, in uh, January of 2000, abruptly left. You know, mm-hmm. we got John Karabi playing rhythm guitar and, and backing vocals. Robbie Crane's been our bass player since 1996. Um, Robbie used to be in Vince Neil's band, and um, you know, like I said, he's been with us in '96. Jizzy Pearl's our lead singer, former singer of Love Hate, the '80s, you know, Columbia. Why Rizzo do you band. think they call it dope? Yes. Yeah, I know everything. <laughs> right. Hey, is there a blackout in the red room? All right, already, Jesus. <laughs> but you know, so we're you know we tour year in year out, you know, like a machine, and uh, you know the shows go great. We did sixty-five dates with Cinderella last summer. That wow, was a lot of fun, and uh, always love coming down to Florida. In all honesty, because I'm a golfer, so I love being near the ocean and playing golf down there and whatnot. So I, that, that's the funniest part about this. Uh, when uh, the Rockers, they, they quit the uh, the Coke and all that kind of stuff, and they pick up golf. It yeah, just I mean, seems... Look, is this one of the most disturbing things when, you know, when Alice Cooper, you see him out, oh. you, know, you know, hitting, you're just like... Well, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Whoa. You tell him... Nobody told me you got to quit doing Coke to play <laughs> golf. Shit, I uh, What are you going to do? Are you going to snort it off of the uh, off of the green? Come on. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's where the fun could come in. But, well, yeah, yeah. I, to... I, I give no secrets away, okay? Figure it out on your own. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Bobby Blotzer um, performing Vince Neil of Motley Crue. Uh, Rat is. Are you performing with Vince Neil or is Rat performing? I got, I got messed up information here. Well... Vince is doing, we just actually booked this show. Um, this, this thing came through to us, I don't know, about a month ago, three weeks ago. He, you know, we toured with him in 2004 all summer. That summer we toured together, and uh, I guess he's out doing, you know, solo shows now, which I'm sure if it's like it has always been with him touring, you know, his solo stuff, it's, uh, you know, all Motley stuff. Okay. So, you know, we're old friends, so it's like great. And especially be playing a building like that, I love that arena. It's a beautiful arena. I have, I've seen you in large and small uh, arenas. I saw you at a place called Hot Shots 2 in Lansing, Michigan, yes. probably in 2001. I was there. Okay. And uh, then I saw you, like, probably two months later at Pine Knob uh, right. over in Detroit. And uh, you guys you know, gave the same energy to both places. Well, thanks. You know, I mean, I... I I'd be honest. I, I don't. You know, I love playing big. You know, places or of there are facilities for you to hang out in and pre-show and after-show and all that kind of thing. But there is, there's definitely something to you know, being in a tight club that's packed and you know, you really feel feed off the energy from people real close by and a lot of good eye contact. That's always fun. But you know, 
if there are rooms that have you know decent stages, all through those early 2000 days, we were fluctuating from, like you said, doing 15,000 seizures, and then half because we were in this lawsuit, you know, with Piercy. I think it took mm. four years and hundreds of thousands of dollars to fund. It was not fun, so we really had to buckle down and play a lot of places that we would never normally, you know, take rat through. But it's over and done with, and it's all, you know, all good. Uh, it's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Uh, here's something interesting that I saw. I guess Tommy Lee hurt his hand. They were up in Toronto or something, and they just they found some local tribute band guy, right. drummer, to just hop in and play that's not, that night's show. Is that, po- is that possible in anything other than music? And do you guys, uh, I mean... If that ever happened, would you guys do it? Well, let me let me give it to you like this. I, you know, in retrospect, we, when we were getting an, a new singer for this band, the last thing with with the hatred we had going on between us and Steven, the drag queen, you know, was to get some clone of him. I was like, dude, I don't ever want to see that guy again. You know, mm-hmm. and time does heal wounds. I will say that, but. Uh, but if you look at the bands that are successful now with new singers and stuff, you know, Journey, uh, Priest, when they replaced, you know, Halford with uh, Ripper, I mean, these guys are clones of them, you know, vocally. And, you know, in Journey's case, that guy looks just like, you know, Steve, uh, the original hey. singer for Journey. Yeah, Steve yeah. Perry. Steve Perry. So, you know, I think it's it's pretty smart to get somebody that sounds like that, and what a better place to go than tribute bands. And I actually have jammed with different rat tribute bands. pretty funny. Oh, wow. You know, just to see some of these bands are just dead on with their look. And I'm, I mean, this one in L.A. called Rat and Roll. I was seeing them. I'm like, man, we got to look like that again. This is hot. <laughs> All right, see, that's got to be cool for them. That's got to be maybe one of the coolest experiences. Because I'm thinking, here's this guy coming in, stepping in for Tommy Lee. Hey, if you'd pay for the show to see Tommy Lee, how pissed would you be? But then this guy's got this story forever, you know? Well, yeah, you know, but the unfortunate thing is that I don't know how good of a job he was doing because I think right after that they brought one of your guys' own local boys, Will Hunt, um, you know, who plays in Tommy's solo band? He came in and finished up where you know for that guy. So, oh wow, oh, that's kind of the guy made the cut. Oh, and right. actually, to be honest with you, that's who's playing drums with Vince this weekend. Oh okay, all is, right. Is going to be Will Hunt and I don't know if you know this, Dana Strum from Slaughter is going to be playing bass. And the Vinnie Vincent invasion. That's right. <laughs> Can't forget that. Uh, and that's this Friday. Try. And this that's this, this Friday at uh, Tampa at the St. Pete Times Forum. All right, here's the thing. Damn it. I, uh, stupid radio rules, because I've got this thing from Metal Sludge, and I want to ask you if it's right or not, but the problem is it's it's way too graphic sexually that I can't even ask you. If we're Did on you se- say the Enquirer or Metal Sludge? I couldn't hear you correctly. Uh, uh, all right, so there you go. Fair enough. Well, then. it's actually fairly uh, complimentary, yeah, just, so you might want to see it's all real. Yeah. It just talks about that you're um, you're large and you like a certain act, and you're pretty you're pretty nice. So, other than that, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's all Call false. Me. I guess that, it's false. That's up there with, like, baby found with Elvis's head. <laughs> okay. Fair that's enough. not true. Uh, well, there he is, uh, Bobby Blodger coming up, uh, drummer from Rat, performing with Vince Neil, Motley Crue at the St. Pete Times Forum, downtown Tampa, this Friday. Sounds like it's going to be a fantastic show. Oh, hey, by the way, the, the large part, that was all true. Okay, all right, so fair enough. Hey, if it's one thing is false, it's all false. Hey, thanks for coming in. <laughs> the hideout, Bobby. Thanks, Appreciate guys. it. Thanks, we'll guys. Please come down Friday night, everybody. Let's rat and roll. All right. Awesome. There he is. Thank you, buddy. We'll take a break. Come back. So, I wish somebody 
uh, would go and write something like that about me. Yeah, I mean, I, I would never deny it. I'm going to tell my chick to post it on my MySpace <laughs> and just replace the Bobby Blotzer with Hefe. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 1041 4079161041 star1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, all right, coming up in just a second, we're going to chat to our draft guy. Ramping up to the draft going on tomorrow night? Yeah, NBA draft tomorrow. Magic fans, this is your time. Um, it's all about rebuilding right now, and hopefully you guys can get the key. Yeah, that's one of the funny things, too, is that you're always there hoping. This yeah. is This is going to be the guy to put us over the top. This is that missing link. But what's funny, too, about the draft, and it kind of sucks, is that so rarely do you get someone... You don't get the LeBrons every year, you know? And this draft looks kind of weak. I mean, it's got like a couple of guys that seem that they could make some sort of a... Uh... A splash? Yeah, but it's literally maybe four dudes. By the way, people are wondering if it's racist. Adam Morrison, the dirt stash who played mm. at Gonzaga, has the most endorsements lined up already. Now he is a good he was a good college ball player, but he's a white guy. And he is just ultimate dirt stash. Really? I mean he he has I wonder where he's uh I gotta show he's you endorsing. It can't be razors. I gotta show you a picture yeah, the Mach three. <laughs> I gotta show you a picture of this kid. And you'd be like, Oh wait a second, that's my uh my mom's ex-boyfriend? Yeah, it's Mullet Joe. Absolutely beyond a shadow of a doubt. So anyway, that'll be kind of interesting. But apparently we're going to talk to Herb Greenberg, president of, how do you say this? It's um, uh, Caliper. Caliper Sports? Yeah, Caliper Sports. He advises the Nuggets, Lakers, Pistons, Suns, Cavs, Magic, Kings and Raptors, among others. Wow. I guess what he does is he analyzes things from all aspects on like the business perspective so he says i think some people might they might want to draft him as a point guard but for a business aspect they might be better served as like a power forward or something along those lines how are you going to get a guy who's going to be a point guard to be a power forward <laughs> you can't <laughs> what are you talking about you're just confusing everybody now i'm sure you completely misconstrued what this guy does we think so. And we'll figure it out. So we'll we'll clean up your mess, Chunks. We'll chat with him, and then we'll also figure out, too, um, the most important position in sports. Because I was thinking about this with the draft, with World Cup, with you and your your game NFL head coach. I love it, which pisses me off because uh, you start right after the Super Bowl uh, last year, so you go through this draft and you uh, have a completely different draft class than uh, you would have had you know, normally. So I draft Vince Young, right? And uh, I'm uh, as who the Lions? Yes. Now wasn't he the singer of Love Hate? No, he was. He's uh, a quarterback out of Texas. And I, I draft him. Band. And uh, I, I'm starting him over Joey Harrington, of course. And I tell him, stay in the pocket. What? Son of a bitch keeps on scrambling because uh, my my owner wants uh, more passing yards. He wants to be one of the top passing teams in the NFL. Then why would you why would you draft Vince Young? And because why are you gonna, why are you he's gonna, the best of the top three left. Why would you take a guy who? Why would you take Vince Young and then tell him not to do what he does best, and that's create? Because running quarterbacks don't last a long time in the NFL. So you use him for how many years you got? I'll tell you what, he has a hell of an arm on him though. You're an awful coach. And he, what one thing is, he drops back, he doesn't even look. He just 
figures, hey, I'm going to run. And then I, then I say, hey, uh, stay in the pocket. What does he do next play? Runs anyway, just to spite me. <laughs> I would, too. You're He's a, just rubbing it in my face. You're a moron. I'm undefeated. Want to know? Please. You've you've gotten you've done all this only to play one game? Well, I, one regular season game. I've already done the whole preseason, too. Three and one in preseason. It's been like three weeks you had this game. Only one week. I got it last Wednesday. Seems a little too involved. It's very involved. Are you allowed to hit players and stuff and they're not performing well, like under the table? No, but you yell at them, and then they whine. And then they just don't listen to you. Yeah. A little minus sign comes above their head. Who tells Vince Young don't run? Me. He can run when I, when I see fit. But when I'm trying to get down the field on 4th and 12, don't run. Here's the thing, Michael Jordan. Don't pass. Or don't shoot. Just pass. I want you to be a passer and a rebounder. The clock's don't running. S- don't score. The clock is ticking down, and uh, I have no timeouts left. Yeah, I want the man running. I want him to drop back and pass it. All right, we'll talk uh, NBA draft next Magic fans with a guy who actually, in a roundabout way, works for the Magic. And by the way, Pinchy up in Cleveland. Thank you for the cube, ice cube. He's already gotten it for you? Yeah, it came nice. in, it literally was two seconds later. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Hi, right, welcome back into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Is Herb here? Herb is on the line. Awesome, Herb Greenberg. Uh, president of Caliber Sports, based in Princeton, New Jersey, author of the New York Times bestseller, Succeed on Your Own Terms. Give me a copy of that book, Chunks. I want to be successful. And uh, it's Caliber, right? CaliberOnline.com? Right. That You can get it on that, or you can get it on Amazon, or Barnes & Noble, or at your local bookstore. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's everywhere. Fantastic. Uh, I want it for free, though, so Chunks, uh, get to the publicist. Uh, Greenberg, now you have advised, or you currently advise... Denver Nuggets, Lakers, Pistons, Suns, Cavs, Kings, Raptors, and our very own hometown, Orlando Magic. Right. What exactly? What exactly is that you do? That you help the teams well, with? Caliper to begin with. Caliper is a 45-year-old human resource consulting company. We're worldwide. We have offices in 14 countries outside of the United States, and we work with literally thousands of companies. We've assessed over two million people in helping. Basically, our work is to help individuals uh, reach their top potential, do right. what they can do best, and help companies uh, hire and develop people uh, that are going that are successful, that are playing to their strengths and not trying to fly in the face of their weaknesses. And of course, this in '83, we put our practice to work in athletics. We started with the Cleveland Cavaliers. And the, and the then Minnesota North Stars, now the Dallas Stars, yep. in hockey. Mm-hmm. And they were both, uh, to say the least, doormats in in the, NA, in the NBA and the NHL. No, it's true, absolutely. And, and we did help them uh, become quite competitive. Well, Dallas, Dallas won the uh, Stanley Cup one year, and Cleveland has been very competitive uh, through the years. And uh, we helped them by um, uh, working with them primarily – in the draft to help them select the right players and uh, also in some cases to work with the teams to uh, help the coaches uh, 
a coach, the team's right, put the people in the right position, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, wow. Herb Greenberg here in the Hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Uh, succeed on your own terms, caliperonline.com, so you can get the book. All right, as far as the Magic are concerned, uh, you guys, I'm sure there was a big debate, I guess, when they had the number one pick a, you know, a couple years ago over Dwight Howard, Ahmet Okafor. I mean, do you come in then and kind of sit down and interview these guys heavily and see? We, we don't interview them typically. We have on a few cases, but for the most part, um, you know, uh, John Gabriel, of course, when he was general manager and now he's current general manager, the general manager, the coaches, the scouts, they, they do the interviewing. Mm-hmm. And they see the players. What we give them is hopefully some valuable insights into um, what what is this guy inside? I mean, the same as we we do in business. What is this guy inside? The fact that you know somebody is so dominant in college doesn't mean anything really because the guys he's playing against probably aren't nearly as tall, nearly as strong, nearly as talented. So he is. you guys kind of uh, you know equate how uh, how the transition would go from college exactly. to uh, what NBA. Is, what is he going to do? What is what is his seven foot center who's so dominant in college? What does he do when he's got to come up against Kurt Nowitzki or or or, or Shaq or Tim Duncan or people like that? What is he going to do when it, when his talent isn't enough to carry him by itself? We have to dig down and get something more in order to meet the competition. So does he have that competitiveness? Does he have that drive? Does he have that hunger? Does he have the ability to fail and bounce back? Uh, and, you know, the book we wrote, Succeed on Your Own Terms, is 50 stories of people succeeding in sport, at the top of their game in sports, politics, business, and entertainment. And, you know, many of them are impossible stories. Like, how can a five-year-old kid who was shot, grew up in the ghetto, who uh, uh, was tiny, told he could never play basketball, how could he make his high school team Against all odds, make get a, a, a scholarship to Wake Forest and be picked uh, in the number one in the in the uh, first round, the NBA, and have a 14-year career at five three. Muggsy Bogues. Uh, yeah, Muggsy Bogues there. Well, Hank, uh, I'm sorry, Herb Greenberg. The book is uh, ca- uh, is called Succeed on Your Own Terms. And it's uh, caliperonline.com. Thank you so much for coming into the hideout. We do appreciate it. Thank Thank you for for having me. All right, bye-bye. I don't see how he was helping with the draft there. Is that what I wanted, Chunks? We didn't get a chance to ask him more questions. No, I wanted a guy. I wanted a a mock draft guy. Someone who uh, has a uh, draft written out. He's got, like, the inside to the draft. No, he doesn't. He, he is a business guy. Yeah, he does everything from the business angle. He doesn't know who's going to get drafted where. What are you doing, dude? Are you per- are you doing it on purpose? No, I mean, he does. <laughs> I figured he would. Uh, 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 what? Did you get anything that he would know anything about the mock drafts or the draft that's happening tomorrow? Did you pre-interview? I asked the rep. The rep said, yeah. Of course the rep said, yeah. They want the book name out there. Oh, yeah, he'll have all the information you need. What's he going to know? What, how is he going to talk X's and O's, how this is going to help the Magic, or how this is going to help the Heat, or the Mavs, or the Hawks? Advise them. Advise them on what? Not on X's and O's. Not on what needs they have. You think he knows anything about basketball? He called the guy Kirk Nowinski. 
Yeah, Krunk Nowitzki. <laughs> what are you doing? What was that? Was that good radio, or you want to try to make it now? <laughs> I said mock draft. If you can't get me a mock draft guy, then don't get me someone else who I have no idea what this is. Guy's name's Herb, for God's sakes. I mean, Jesus. You want to talk? You can sit there and uh, fill with silence. I figured he would know. Know what? About the draft. I mean, about advising people. He seemed like I have good inside view. What did I want? L- let me ask you. What did I want when I wanted to have somebody on to talk about the Magic, the Mavs? The heat, what they think the gonna, draft tomorrow. Yeah, what they think was going to happen in the draft. What is he know? When did he ever bring anything like that up? I, you know, I, I heard his book title enough. Slipping that every in, in every two seconds. They're you about can tell t- us about Muggsy Bugs. There are 20 websites. 20 websites of mock drafts. You can't get one of those? Instead, you got to get a guy who's hawking a book? I figured he might be, you know, have the inside look at it. You've said that already. What are you talking about? Inside look at what? He know what's going on, what they decide, and stuff like that for the draft. We had five minutes uh, of him on hold before we went back on the air. Did you talk to him? I uh, didn't. Did you ask him who he thought the Magic would pick? Uh, no. So you didn't do any pre-interview? I, I. You asked the publicist, hey, can he do this? Sure, of course. You going to mention the book? You going to mention the website? Then yeah, you can do it. Did you even go to the website? Yeah, I did. I took a look at it. What do you mean, took a look? I, I looked at it. I went to the it website. It was one of the 20 billion screens you have open on your computer? Come on, bro. What are you doing to us? Sadly, you're one for two this week. Because the heart guy yesterday was pretty good. Yeah, we had fun with him. But this is what you get me as far as the draft goes. This is what you think I wanted. This is what you thought would be good for the show. And again, silence. All right. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Hideout Road Radio 104.1. 407 star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Damn it, man. I'm just... The guy was a nice enough guy, but he's just not the guy we wanted. It's not what I wanted. Didn't know about what we wanted to talk about. Thank you, Shan Boogie, who got me something. Orlando Magic looked like to take Ronnie Brewery, guard out of Arkansas. Could be quite the gym once he refines his offensive game. Terrific athlete with a strong basketball IQ and the potential to develop into a defensive stopper. I asked her if she wants to be a producer. <laughs> Christ almighty. Just have a clue. That's all I ask. I mean, even the questions that we have here, other than the big question, as is labeled around here, who do you see the Orlando Magic drafting, which it wouldn't make any sense on uh, asking him that because he really isn't an expert in that. What's he going to say? He doesn't know. Hmm. I even try to ask him, I'm like, oh, maybe this guy was the reason that they decided to go with Dwight Howard over uh, Okafor. Mm-hmm. No, I had no hand in that. Well, I think... And instead of sitting here creating good radio, he runs away. 
going to happen to Chunks? He would talk back before and kind of explain himself. He'd do something. He'd be somebody. Whole goddamn crew. Never mind my hatred for uh, Matt right now. The only guy I do like is Tommy. What about me? Who? Me. Who's that? Dubs. Johnson? <laughs> hmm. All right. I guess. All right. I, I I would rather adjust to my Johnson than this J-Dubs guy I have now. Okay. That's fine. Kidding. And it turns out a lot of times, too, other than hosts, the most... Pro- <laughs> The most important people you have on your on a show mm-hmm. are your producers. Yeah, of course. Ugh. Never mind then. Then if that's so, we're screwed. I, I got good news for you. We got Herb Greenberg. Oh yeah, what's he done? He's great. Oh no, he helps with stuff. He can talk mock draft, right? Yeah. He works with the Orlando Magic. Perfect. That's great, then. Sounds great for us. We want to know what's going on with the Orlando Magic this year for the draft. Who they're going to take. Thanks, Chunks. Actually, steering us into that iceberg, I appreciate that. It's very important. All right, so producer, very important when it comes to uh, a radio show. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you, in all honesty, when it comes to sports, you're playing the NFL head coach game for EA. There are buddies in town here made. I've, uh, I'm big into the NBA draft. I'm looking forward to tomorrow and what's going on. And we have a lot of athletes and stuff, too, who listen to the show. You're even you're, you know a sports fan. Most important... All right, we'll start basic. Most important position on a football team. I think it's one of two. I think it's either quarterback or middle linebacker. I mean, they, those two are the field generals for each side of the ball. Right. But I would uh, venture to say um, if you have a strong tackle, I mean, you need a strong line overall, but uh, a, a strong lineman uh, to protect his weak side definitely uh, helps out any quarterback and makes uh, even a bad quarterback decent. So you say offensive tackle is the most important position on a football team? I think on the offensive side of the ball, yeah. No I would agree with you on the middle linebacker area. No wonder you Lions suck. Look at the teams who uh, do well. They all have strong uh, tackles on the weak side of uh, of the quarterback. The quarterback's nothing without that. If you can't uh, have time to throw the ball... That, is, that doesn't even matter so much with today's quarterback anymore. No? No. I think it definitely matters. I think... Uh, I, I don't think... I think there's enough... Uh, quarterback talent out there where it's fine where if you if you give him enough time he can make something happen no wonder you don't want vince run to young uh vince young to run in your video game i guess you have a good tackle yes i do he stays upright doesn't he jesus he doesn't need to run he doesn't need to scramble all right what about baseball then most important position in baseball wouldn't that be the pitcher or the pitcher doesn't play every game so would that is, is that a is that an issue I think it's a big issue. Okay. I mean, you're only playing, at most, you're probably getting 30 starts, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit more. You know, and even if you win all of them. Yeah, you, you still aren't really. 30 and, 100, and 132. So you need a good bullpen overall for that to even matter. Right. I think it's either catcher or shortstop. Why is that? Oh, you always want to be strong up the middle. Probably mm-hmm. catcher more than anything else. You look like a Ivan Rodriguez. He's a difference maker. Mm-hmm. He's a guy who can control the pitching staff, 
can change the game, not have guys steal off of them. And pitchers, they don't usually uh, bat a whole lot, do they either? No. So you... they don't really. They they have one one uh, one paid a LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony. Someone even, for the upper deck. Even the Dallas Mavericks, a guy who can handle the ball, who can shoot, who can defend. Even the Dallas Mavericks, we did best when our, you know, our second best player, Josh Howard, mm-hmm. did well. So I think you need the wingman, then probably center. But there's so few big guys who are any good anymore. Yeah. And I think point guard's probably the least important of them all. Even though you think, man, that's got to be the one. Yeah, because he's the one with the ball most of the time. Um, let me see. So hockey, hockey. soccer. I'm not uh, a hockey or soccer buff at all, so I'm, I, I really I, wouldn't know. I would think goalie, because you can end in a tie. Mm-hmm. You can end in a 0-0 tie. Yeah, I guess if you have a strong goalie, the rest can probably take care of itself. But I don't know if that's just showing our ignorance when it comes to sports. You know, or at least those two particular sports. Mm-hmm. Well, well you're always told defense is the biggest thing. Maybe back- maybe striker for, for soccer. That was striker. That's a guy who the guy go- from Airplane? No, that's a guy who scores. That's a guy who's going to get out there and who's going to score. In baseball? I've heard uh, that you'll see players uh, slug about seven or eight of them during a game. That's just to stay awake. Mm-hmm. I love the game and I play it, but I'm not going to lie, i got to have a couple during a game, too. <laughs> Otherwise, it's the sixth inning out there and your pitcher's not throwing strikes. But since they, they, they won't allow you to have uh, the, uh, the uh, pills anymore, I think uh, the, the Red Bull was the big savior. When what, What's the uh, what's the drug that they made illegal for a while? HGH? No, uh, for everybody. They took it off the off the, the uh, dietary supplement. Ephedra? Ephedra. Mm. And uh, the, the players couldn't take that anymore, and they were popping that like crazy. I think they switched to the Red Bulls and everything to kind of take care of that. Let me ask you, why are they screwing with our sports? And it's not even stuff that really changes their body makeup. It just makes them more alert. When you've got... I mean, you don't keep a businessman or a politician from doing their job and having tools to help them do their job. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, you have the Republicans in Texas who completely gerrymandered all of the districts so that Republicans will always win no matter what. Mm-hmm. They're just drawn all crazy. you telling me that if Ray Lewis wants to have a Red Bull or a Monster, he can't have it before the game? It's ridiculous. It's just a, it's a, a drink that any child can buy. Speaking of, did you hear that... Starbucks is now actively targeting children. Good. You got to get them hooked early, especially on the things like uh, caffeine. You know, I lived next to uh, Starbucks when we lived back in Virginia. Lucky. And, and it was, and I lived right next to a high school as well. So I would uh, see these kids during lunch and in the morning. So many kids walking over to the Starbucks and getting coffee, which I never would have had coffee before before school when I went to school. I'm gonna touch a kid. Is that it what you were very, doing? It was just very uh, convenient for me, I guess. I emotionally rape my customers. Is that your part-time gig at Starbucks? <laughs> Where did I see this? Yeah, there it is. Starbucks targeting kids now. And you gotta Whoa, think... Let's get those truth kids on the case. Right. Because you know at some point it's all going to come out about how bad it is. For oh, yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be the same things as cigarettes, where there's these commercials with these snot-nosed kids running around. Telling you, don't drink. Would you let your half children have coffee? At what age can your kids have energy drinks? Um, it's sugar-free ones, just because I don't want them to get all fat on the sugary stuff. I don't. I don't... <laughs> so it's okay to have the caffeine. Yeah, I just don't want them to have the sugar that's going to ruin themselves forever. 
I don't mind if your liver and heart and kidneys go, but just don't get fat. Exactly. There's more uh, damage done to you uh, emotionally from being fat than having a bad liver. I emotionally rape my customers. With the uh, with the genes that they're going to have anyway, their liver is basically pickled. All right. The coffee giant denies its marketing to children, but it's selling caramel top caffeine. Oh, it's caffeine-free drinks, but you get them used to going to Starbucks. That's mm-hmm. the thing. And audio and audio books of kid classics. Like the candy cigarettes. You know, that's a very good point. Which are delicious. I always hated candy cigarettes. And maybe I that's why them. I never got into it. Although the gum cigars mm-hmm. were awesome. I, I see, that's where we differ. I didn't like the gum cigars, I thought they were too hard, but the candy cigarettes with the little red end that made it look like it's lit, I loved. Did you say N? End. Oh, sorry. Thought you were being racist. I can be. Did you we say what? That angle. Did you say what age though? You'd let your kids start having caffeine-free or uh, uh, sugar-free energy drinks? Thirteen, fourteen. Oh God, it's not like people their body let, isn't already changing enough there. Well, well people let their children have uh, Mountain Dew and Coke at three years old now. It's re- it's crazy. Have you seen that too? Is there anything more disturbing? Then someone filling a sippy cup up with uh, yeah. Mountain Dew? and you know it's like the parents are essentially poor versions of Brittany and K-Fed. Mm-hmm. And it's, let me get a bottle, literally a bottle of Coca-Cola, mm-hmm. and put it into the bottle. I've seen that. Yeah, actually, now you're not on the sippy cups. You probably right. can even handle the sippy cups. They're putting it in the bottle. Jesus, dude. Kid's getting fatter and fatter. I don't know, man. What, what about you? I mean, he's not, Tommy's not too big into the caffeine. I... I'm going to try my best to have my kid not do any caffeine. What, until he's 18 and he can make his own yeah. decisions? You want to make your own decision, then fine. You'll get to see how Dad dies early from it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still, I've been trying not to drink cherry Coke, but it's it's been an uphill battle. For some reason, when I get dehydrated or thirsty, that's the first thing I want is a cherry Coke. And that's Coke. the last thing. It's yeah, so it just not gonna, dumbs you up. Yeah, it's not going to quench your thirst. In fact, I've under, from what I understand, those sodas are made so they even they make you thirstier, so you have another. Uh, I know uh, when I used to have football practice, and they used to take a couple Mountain Dews with me. Christ. <laughs> I'd be chugging them on the sidelines. You need water? No, nah, I got a Mountain Dew. Don't worry about that, bro. You, are you seem like a jolt kid. I was a, a jolt kid before uh, the, the Did your mom games. drink tab while she tanned out in the front yard? <laughs> no, diet right. Uh, my mom's tab. tab. Yeah, I can see his mom... Tab. My mom chews actually uh, that damn jolt can, gum. That damn can, the color of her armpits. Uh, jolt gum? Yeah, I guess it's like a caffeine gum. You know, I see those all the time over at like the 7-Eleven. She says it works, but I, I know my tolerance for caffeine and it wouldn't work for me. Have you tried going at all, like maybe trying to cleanse your system? I've done it a couple times where I didn't drink any for like a weekend or anything. And then all of a sudden you get that new and boy, it gives you that kickback. No. <laughs> what? I, I think my body's just so dead from it. I think I bleed monster. Sometimes when you sweat, you smell like it. Do I? Mm-hmm. Mm. I smell delicious, then. Do you ever then just kind of lick your wrist? Your pulse I... points? <laughs> I should try it. I wish they had a caffeine you could snort. Hmm. <laughs> it's cocaine, man. Hmm? Cocaine. Mr. Mom in 386, what do you got? What's cracking? Hey, Yo. buddy. Hey, man. Uh, my kid plays football over here in Deltona, and every year they, before football starts or before practice starts, they send out this letter about not drinking caffeine. It'll slow you down and all this stuff on the football field. What? 
Yeah, so he's, it'll, it, 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 supposedly it stops your workout what? performance and all this other stuff. Bull. All right, see, so here's the thing. No, it doesn't. The problem, though, with caffeine mm-hmm. is that it's a constrictor. So it raises your blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Then let's say you're going just really super crazy. That's one of the best ways to blow one of your, uh, like, veins or whatever. You know what I mean? Like Pop embolism? Amur- an- uh, aneurysm or something mm-hmm. like that. That's the best way right there. I tell you, though, there's nothing like a workout with a nice Red Bull and a couple of diet pills. Oh, yeah, you get more done than ever. I used to uh, used to take, uh, when Ephedra first came out, I used to take that, and I would go work out. You couldn't stop me. And then I'd go home and take a Tylenol PM to fall asleep. <laughs> Just hitting the highs and the lows as much as possible. It's so funny, too, because I'd gotten into that habit of mm-hmm. having too many energy drinks and I needed to fall asleep, so I needed a beer to fall asleep. Yeah, and, then and you... it's just the legal way of people with, uh, you know, the amphetamines and then the downers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever's illegal, you know? Nice. What does is, what is pot do? Is pot a stimulant? Or a uh, depressant? It's a depressant, yeah. But it makes me happy. All right, so maybe you have a Red Bull or cocaine, mm-hmm. and then you have some marijuana to bring yourself down. Usually well, what you want after cocaine is a beer. Is that true? Yeah. How do you know? It takes the edge off that you want more cocaine. It'll nope. kill that uh, that uh, urge to want to do more. No kidding. But you can drink all night. Yeah, you're still going to be up? Mm. Mm. No passing up for you, buddy. Right. I don't know. I was just wondering, dude. Like, whether or not you'd let your kids have it at some point. I definitely would. I think uh, 13, 14... It, it really is that if you raise them correctly, let me ask they, you. They are responsible enough. Is your sex better when you have an energy drink? No, worse. See, I noticed that too. You you would think it would be, mm-hmm. you know, like, but you're just there's something odd about it. Where you you, you aren't be, fully there, you know. You, yeah, and you want to kind of be doing something else. Mm-hmm. Like playing video games or something along those lines. Maybe that's my problem. Maybe it's too ca- too much caffeine in my body because I'd always rather be playing video games. You know, it's funny too because like I'll have an energy drink or something and say mm-hmm. right, now I'm gonna clean up the house or I'll do something. But instead, I'm like, man, you know, it'd be great right now. I'm pumped up. Let's play some video games. Exactly. <laughs> it's so counterproductive. I'm I'm so pumped up. Why don't I just sit here for a while? Which is ironic because do you know playing video games is a stimulant as well? Yeah, it gets you going. You get excited. And that's why sometimes you can lose an entire night just sitting there playing video games. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know I've done it. Way back in the day when we'd have uh, that, that little winter vacation, never go to sleep. And that's all you're doing is just constantly stimulating yourself. Maybe that's why people get high, smoke dope while playing video games. It, it evens is a, them out. It is a perfect combo. <sighs> all right, people are telling me this guanara is a sneaky version of caffeine if you took one pill. It has the 800 milligrams of caffeine. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I used to take two of those a day. Really? Just, I didn't know. I got I still got them. I didn't know they did that. I had no clue. It, it, don't most of the energy drinks have that in it, too? Yeah, in some form or fashion. Mm. But the actual pills, man, get you high, dude. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Tuesday night in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041, if you have a singular wireless phone. Is the building on fire? Why? 
because I'm hearing the uh, alarm when I'm walking out to the bathroom. Are you kidding and me? And then the thunder is just like you can hear it from inside. You boys hear that? I mean, I kind of hear it in the booth, but I, I was walking. Th- I hear the thunder. Do some over at RDV today playing basketball. Mm-hmm. And I literally cannot go out to my car to go home because lightning is striking in in like the parking lot. So much so they had to shut down the pool. Yeah, my uh, my my chick was uh, going back from lunch to work, and uh, she was in her car, and uh, some lights exploded on the uh, like uh, right next to her. Uh, the the uh, lights in the actual uh, the parking lot to keep the thing lit exploded, and so she didn't know what to do. She's sitting in her car. She's like, "Do I run? Do I uh, do I stay in my car?" And I guess she ended up running. And when she got to the building. Uh, the power went out, so the doors automatically lock when the power's out. So she's freaking out trying to get in the place because there's lightning right overhead. Like I'm, I'm kind of hanging out at the at the uh, at the doors there at RDV, mm-hmm. and everybody's kind of gathered. And then lightning starts striking. Like, I mean, it's right. It's like right there. Yeah. You know, and I'm not gonna. My car's probably about 50 yards away, and I can't sprint through because it, it was just raining almost sideways essentially. And I'm like, I'm not standing here at the door. Because lightning could strike some. Oh, then the other night, maybe a couple nights ago, maybe Sunday night, literally outside my place. So much so, dude. And I have this thing about lightning. Yeah, you have a you have an immense fear of lightning. I hurry up, I turn off my computer and hide behind the couch. (laughs) Because, dude, I've heard stories of lightning striking and it going through the TV and killing you. What is this poltergeist? No, it happens, dude. I I guarantee people have heard of this out there. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Now that I think about it, I'm taking off my headphones. <laughs> lightning could strike and like go through our ears. I don't think so. I because there's no metal touching our ears. I don't know what, how it'd make the uh, the. What are these things? These microphones. Well, I mean, we are. I'm not touching the microphone though. But it could shoot up into our brains. You think it would, the arc would go that way? It can. Well, maybe not here. Maybe they us. maybe they have something like it hit a satellite or something first. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you though, you have to have heard of this. And remember, there's even a lady. You're not even safe in your home, dude, from lightning. I'm not kidding you. There's a chick. This is. I wanted to bring this story up. It was like about a month ago. Check this out. She is in her kitchen praying. <laughs> I do gets, remember the story. And she gets struck by lightning. Praying. That's a sign, isn't it? I can't remember if she died or not. What are the chances of even surviving a a lightning strike either? I'm sure it's got to be slim. I think if it gets to the point where I'm in my house or in the studio and lightning strikes and goes through all these different things to get to me, it it deserves to kill me. It searched me out. It wanted me. It did a good job. Okay, they say you got to... We've talked about this before. You can't shower, and you got to stay off the telephone. But I, I've never heard the TV thing. I'm telling you, it could strike, and it can literally shoot out of your television right at you. I don't know if it goes to the remote or just at you because you're watching it. I'm serious, bro. i got to stay away from the... I'm in your computers. They say stay away from the telephone and, the, and water, and you'll be okay. I, I've just never been like uh, the type of person to say, hey, it's raining, uh, there's thunder and lightning, I know I shouldn't go outside, but 
I should be able to use the phone before my power goes out. Dude, I'm, I'm again today at RDV. I'm shooting baskets. I literally, like, you hear it. It's one of those where you see it and, mm-hmm. and hear it all at once. It was literally outside. The floor shook. The floor shook like it. It was. It had to be in the parking lot. Yeah, when I uh, I was uh, on my computer today when uh, when the lightning and thunder was going and everything, my uh, actual screen shook because of the shake that was going on in my my uh, apartment. He's- Joe in the four seven. What do you got? Yeah, I gotta agree with Hefty, but I think it's a Spanish thing because my mom be telling me the same kind of thing to turn off all the all the electronics in the house because it could travel, fly through the computer and hit me in the head, stuff like that. You know what I mean? See, see, whenever uh, I was always told turn off all the electronics and everything too, that was just so uh, it didn't blow a fuse and wreck uh, the stuff. It's partly that, but it can come out and shoot 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 at you. I have an umbrella. Would you like to go out, stand outside where it probably be safer? Here's a, I like to give the umbrella to, I'd like, like to an give open it, field. I like to give it to Chunks for bringing the show to a screeching halt. Mike in the 386. What do you got, Mike? Yeah, hey, I was just gonna say that you probably want to, you know, put it in check with Chunks. You know, go a little easier on him maybe, and and uh, think about the management style. You know, you made a mistake on that piece before. Granted, it was awful, but you gotta expect that, you know, from your help. Well, and, why do uh, we have to expect that? Well, well, what's going to define you? It's you know the mistake is not going to define chunks, but what's going to define you as a manager is the way that you handle it. Hold on a second. Did you just feel that? Did you just feel yes the not thunder? I think that was the actual lightning hitting the ground. And by the way, I completely agree with you. My biggest mistake bringing chunks. You're right. And my biggest mistake was listening to management and taking him out of his role, mm-hmm. which is radio bottom. You master them too much. You master them too much. Guess what? That's all he's good at. I'm glad I fought for him to bring him down here. Sarah in the 407, what do you got? Um, I was talking about um, Hefe freaking out about the headset. Um, it can happen, and two reasons I know it can happen, lightning striking through the headsets, is because about five years ago when I was working at a call center, um, there was a, a woman who actually died at um, another call center because hit the building and went through her headset. Yeah, but that, got... that's a phone headset. You aren't supposed to use the phone. And that, it's not heads, headphones in general for, like, uh, radio. It's for, for using the phone. So Matt well, Albert I... would die back there, but we'd be fine. Yeah, but it could still happen because if it hits the building, it's still going to go through all the electrical wires. I can't hear you guys. <laughs> I took my headphones off. <laughs> Thanks, Sarah. I'll just turn it up really loud. It's nothing bad. Hey, actually, uh, we have Lightning on the phone. Who wants to talk to you, Hefe. Lightning in the 407. What do you got, Lightning? Hey, Hefe, guess where I'm striking next? Can't hear you. Hey, hey, I'm Lightning. Can you hear me? What? Yeah, buzz, buzz. Next stop, your butt polyps. You ass. <laughs> Please, get them out. <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> Jesus! That actually freaked him out. What the hell's going on? <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> Put your headphones back on. No. <laughs> I'm gonna set them right here next to the microphone. John in the 352. What do you got, John? Hey, I'm I'm curious if you guys like go number one during a thunderstorm because that even scares me. 
Going number one during a thunderstorm, Happy, does that bother you? Yeah, because um, you don't want to hit the water. The so arc, yeah. That's why I like to have a nice corner. I'll just pick a corner and match that. What the hell? Dude, you guys. Uh, do we it's need not a, a break? Do we, do we have an EAS test we need to play? No, no, we're fine. No. It's not a bit, though. He's actually jumping back from the mic every time he hears it. Yeah. <laughs> Is it just me in the booth? Hey, uh, Evan in the 860, what do you got, Evan? Yeah, hey, uh, the Mythbusters did a thing on lightning striking not that long ago. What do they say? Well, first of all, for the shower, if you're in there, it's not good. And if you're touching an electronic, it can go through it and go and reach you. It's not going to shoot out at you, which is why you should use a portable phone when it's lightning. Okay, so if you're using a portable phone where uh, there's no wire connected to it, it's fine. If right, you're using anything with like phone itself, yeah, but, but if you're using anything with you. like a remote, you're you're fine. But if you're actually touching the thing with the wire, that's when you get screwed over. Right. Okay. Thank you very much. That's uh, that's some good yep, info no on it. Mythbusters. I couldn't hear that. They said you're fine to put your uh, headphones back on. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. All right. You got it back on? Yeah. All right. So, that's cool to know that we're, uh, we're, we're all We're safe, good. yeah. Mythbusters are there. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I don't know if this is real or if Tommy's bitten or what's going on. I don't have any sound effects over here. You gotta stop, dude. That's way too intense. John in the eight sixty three, what do you got, John? Hey yeah, Hefe, you cannot get struck struck by lightning from your TV. It just it is physically impossible. Why is that impossible? Because if lightning wants to travel through your TV, it would I don't know exactly because my brother's the expert on this. But well, uh, put your well, brother put on, the on the phone. What? Put, put him on the phone. Uh he's not here. All right, we got to go to break, dude. I'm going to take off now. No, stay yeah, six here. Six more minutes. Of what? This? Yes. <laughs> of Kurt in the 321. What do you got, buddy? Yeah, I got a story about uh, lightning. When I used to live in Birmingham, we had this really big lightning storm, and there was this huge-ass thunder clap in the middle of the night, and the next morning we woke up, our next-door neighbor had a hole in the back of her house about six feet around because the lightning shot out of her TV and shot a fireball through the back of the wall. A fireball out of the yeah. TV. Yeah. I told you. Hefe, you're going to want to put your headphones on for this one. No. Just for a second. Or, like, put them close to you. I'm, it's not. All right, we got uh, Roger. Roger, what do you got, Roger? Christ. <laughs> do we have dump? <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, both the dump button lights aren't working on this side of the board. According to Otto, the engineer said it will take six to eight weeks to... To, uh, to protect the license, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Vacation, then. Dave in 386. What do you got, Dave? Anyway, I saw this true story. I saw it on the Discovery Channel. Mm -hmm. A guy out in Colorado uh, riding his bike through a valley 10 miles away. Perfectly sunny where he's at. 10 miles away, there's a thunderstorm. One lightning strike was recorded that day. A lightning bolt came from that thunderstorm, went over a mountain from 10 miles away, struck the guy, killed him dead right on the spot. So you're never safe no matter where you are. Yeah, you, you can run as far as you want. 10 miles away, Hefe. And it struck him. Thanks, Chunks, for getting that. Oh, wait. <laughs> you're hiding. 
Right, hold on a second. Somebody, a real producer, sent me a phone number of, I guess, some guy who follows lightning, Dave Stillings, Florida's lightning stalker. Send that over to Tommy. Dial the number, see if we can get him on. It has his phone number. I like. He's got a cool name, the Lightning Stalker. <laughs> it sounds like a rapist. Whatever. A little close. <laughs> he does to the it night real stalker. quick. A little close. Not gonna lie. Strikes like lightning, hurts, and runs away. Kind of like chunks. Dude. <laughs> You're freaking people out at home, man. I don't know what's going on. Radio's supposed to keep you safe. Since when? I can feel it. I can hear it. Thank you to Dan P., who always sends us stuff. Mm-hmm. Dan to man. All right, look. <laughs> I'm going to ask you politely. <laughs> At some point, i got to go back to doing radio. Right, yeah, and not just cowering time. in the closet, scared. Where you've been for most of your life. You ain't playing. <laughs> it even makes me jump every time. Yeah, so cut it out. <laughs> I'm not doing... I, do I have any sound effects? The only sound effects over here I have are... I emotionally rape my customers. Which is close. That's That's all I have. <sighs> Actually, here's one that's labeled Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's going back to our draft expert. Ah. He's not to show up. Hey, Chunks. What do you got going on? Did you take a nice nap? Get on the mic. Come on. Yeah. What's going on? I've just been... Trying to uh, find another NBA draft. How's it looking? Uh, well, you know, I'm still searching. Why you? You don't? Did you forget how to do good radio? No, man, I'm still. You know, I'm looking for you know another expert. Then how's it going? I haven't found any yet. To uh, you know, but I figured you know you didn't want to hear that. That's why I was in the back. Radio roadblock. I wasn't cowering back there. Radio roadblock. So you didn't want to see me. What were you doing? I was looking to to. Get what kind of leads did you find? Um, a lot of blogs. There's a lot of blogs, but then you know they might not be reliable, especially radio roadblock. The one guy's credentials was that he likes drinking a lot of beer. Do you realize that would have been more entertaining than the guy you got? Yeah, possibly now. Yeah, he might have been. Be possibly. You just now you're thinking possibly. Yeah. Shit. You need to keep the uh, conversation going when he... What would, would you like me to say? Anything. Oh, crap. Anything that's not dead please, air. Please tell me. Are you kidding? Are you kidding with the what would you like me to I say? I apologize. Do we need to write a script for you? No. Did I, you forget how to do radio? I apologize. Did you forget how to be chunks? For herb. Was management right? This is your role? This is better for you? As a quote-unquote producer? <laughs> I think I do well, you know, a Doing lot of what? times. Jesus Christ. You, you want to make it good? Yeah. Go get a not, go get a transistor radio and stand on the roof and just hold it up. Then I'd get hit by lightning. That's what I'm hoping for. I, you know, I don't. So you came back in here to bring the mood down. 
No, I didn't. That's why I was staying in bed, but everyone was like, he's hiding in the back. I wasn't hiding in the back. I was trying to get somewhere else. That's so he came and show us. Well, show think, us that you aren't. I figured he didn't want to see me. I figured, you know, you guys don't want to see me, so why would I piss you guys off by coming in here showing my basset hound face? On the queer of the world! It's an odd mix of drops, but, you know, I guess, you know, it works. Hey, I just figured that's all, you know, I didn't, you know, that's oh, why... shut I, up, you're not even saying, get out of here, go away. You're not even saying anything. Alex is so great, Alex is so wonderful. Y'all mess with Alex too much. There he is, in all his greatness. There you go. Don't walk through here. Walk through the green room. With your greatness. Because you can't be messed with anymore, Alex. Mr. Venezia, my apologies. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Alright, welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Tommy, do you have your 20? Yes. Tommy's 20? Very good. Are we ready for it? Yep. It has an elaborate open. Nice. Tommy's top list. It's Tommy and what he likes in a list. And it's now. Yeah. What's tonight's theme on a Tuesday night? I figured I'd ease everyone into it and get with something everyone can disagree on, which is the top 20 movies ever made. 20 movies ever made, according, according to you? To Tommy. Yes, because it's Tommy's top 20 list. All right, what do you got? Now, I don't want to hear it from you guys. I know you guys are going to shoot down everything I say. Okay. Uh, and I'm kind of ashamed of some of these, like number 20. Mr. Wrong starring Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> what? Mr. Wrong. I've never heard of Mr. Wrong. With Ellen DeGeneres and Bill Pullman. Uh, I remember this. And the whole thing is she couldn't find a dude, right? Yes. Telling, my friends. That's why it's one of the top 20 movies ever made. According to you. Yes. I've never <laughs> seen Mr. Wrong. Now I Do you want own to. it? No, I don't own it. I, I've, I should ask for it. My birthday's coming up. Maybe I'll get it for my birthday. God, now you're finally saying when your birthday is. You never wanted us to know before. Isn't it August something? No, it's in September. Damn it, he's lying. Yeah, it's August. Yeah. It's August no, it's uh, 20... No. Fifth. Yeah, that's it, exactly. Cool. Number 19. <laughs> Son-in-law. Pauly Shore. I actually like Son-in-law. I'm not going to lie. Every time it comes on, I watch it. And Carla Gugino is the uh, chicken. Oh, I don't know if I'd put it in my top 20. You don't find it funny? You don't even find it funny when he has the, uh, the, I would put the Halloween in, I would, party? I would put In the Army Now above that. I never saw it. I agree with you. In the Army Now is the better one. No. Where they go into uh, water. No! Son-in-law! Number 19, son-in-law! Not in the Army. Son-in-law. Okay. And it has a Tiffany Amber Thiessen in it. Yes, it does. Uh, number 18 is a movie probably no one has ever heard of, but it actually has very good fight sequences, and I usually don't like fight sequences in movies. It's Rapid Fire, starring Brandon Lee and Booth's Powers. Never saw Rapid I've Fire. I've never even heard of this. Who's Brandon Lee? Brandon Lee, son of Bruce Lee. Who? The guy that was in The Crow. Yes. Oh, The Crow. I, hate I think that's going to be number one. I, I bet <laughs> it's in the top five for Tommy. Let's not spoil anything, buddy. <laughs> 
We'll move on right along to number 17. Okay. And no, EJ, from you, Biodome is not number 19. It's Son-in-Law! Biodome is a better movie than Son-in-Law. No, it's... All right, what do you got next? When they try to drive him out with a safety dance. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Number 17, Rules of Attraction, starring James Vanderbeek and... uh, I rented that on your suggestion and actually enjoyed it. I mm -hmm. don't know if it's... Top 20 material. It's decent. It starts out with a... Well, I can't even give it away. I don't even know if I can say it on air anymore. Probably not. Yeah, a drunk chick. Uh, number 16 uh, is the movie Seven. I think that belongs up there. And no, EJ, from the you, not the juror. <laughs> son-in-law. <laughs> the juror was great. No, I, I'm finding out that I'm a Pauly Shore fan. <laughs> yeah, more and more. Son-in-law was the only good one. Isn't he doing something soon? Uh, he he had that his, reality show, didn't he? He's waiting for his mom to die so he can get some money. Oh, yeah. The comedy store? Yeah. Hmm. He can't even book that place? No. <laughs> uh, number 15 is... I, I I was torn on this one. I I liked it, and then I... Why, you got trash everywhere else on that list. Why would you be torn about anything? What are you talking about? Why would you be torn about anything? And whoever Electro 420 is, Encito Man is not better than Son-in-Law. <laughs> yes, it is. No, it's not! He's in the jet house. Oh. How did you get for son-in-law in the army now, whatever you put okay. in your top 20? Number 15, Garden State. I like Garden that State, one. definitely a good, good movie. I'll always watch it when it's on. Uh, I got a late night call from Tommy one night. Hey, can I borrow Garden State? I don't own it. You said you owned it. <laughs> I did not. You said you owned that and uh, Harold and Kumar. No, no, I watched those both in the same night. I think I own Garden State. Oh, maybe it was you I should have called. Let me ask you. No, Kenny Mike, Encino Man is not 19. Can I give you a list? Can you give me that list so we just know to get you your top 20 for your birthday? Would that make you happy? No, I don't really like these movies. <laughs> what? Uh. Actually, if you go to What's New, you can see the top 20 list on there. Oh, okay. Uh, as well as uh, and, C. Lane's Butt Burger. And by the way, there. where would you find that? Uh, I don't know. RealRadio.fm or okay. something. Very good. Uh, number 14... Uh, again, it's going to be... This is the last movie that no one knows. Uh, it's called Waking the Dead. It has Jennifer Connelly and Billy Crudup, the guy from Almost Famous. The guy who you think is super hot? I chose to marry him. You chose to marry Ice Cube. I think I came in on top on that I, one. Literally. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm looking at the rest of this list. Awful. But go ahead. <laughs> number eight's great. <laughs> I do really like number eight. All right. All right. Don't get ahead of yourself. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, and see, number 13, we just mentioned it, Harold and Kumar. Go Harold to and Kumar Castle. is... Su- no, it's number 19 on uh, Tommy's list. No, it's not! <laughs> Son-in-law! All right, go on with the list. <sighs> no, you're not... I hate you, these IMers. Uh, uh, here's what I like, though. Each one has a link to the IMDb. Very good, Tommy. Number 12... 8mm starring Dubs and Matt Albert's favorite actor, Nick Cage. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you, why did you like that one so much? My favorite scene was when he cornered uh, James Gandolfini and starts just beating the hell out of him and just starts kicking him and he says, I will never get sick of hurting you. I will never tire of hurting you. Let me ask you, are you sure number 19 wasn't The Princess and the Barrio Boy? <laughs> or Red Letters, which he was uncredited in. <laughs> <laughs> Number 11. The Wash, me. Man in the Trunk. Thank you. <laughs> now you know what it feels like. Okay, what's uh, what's number 11? 
Number 11 is Chasing Amy. Chasing right. Amy, good movie. Let I think Mall Rats is better. Uh, is that the best of the Kevin Smith movies? No, as you'll find out. Clerks, best of the, of the Kevin Smith movies. <clears throat> I heard Clerks 2 at an incredibly pretentious film festival, the con, mm-hmm. got seven standing ovations. Wow. Seven standing ovations for Clerks. So The Clerks 2. Yeah, Clerks 2, apologies. I'm definitely going to go check that one out. Hopefully it's not recycled jokes like uh, Jamestown and Bob Strike Back. I like that one. I actually did like that one. I liked it, but it's not in the top 20. I think for Kevin Smith, my favorite one of his was Dogma. Dogma was good. That was my least favorite. Oh, I love Dogma. I think think Dogma was better than Chasing Amy. You're not a religion guy, though. And I think anyone who isn't a fan of religion or likes to thumb their nose at it probably uh, dug that one a lot. All right, so we're in the top 10 now. Tommy's 10. Or 20, although we could easily cut the fat and have three decent movies according to this what list. What are you talking about? All right, people are saying Chasing Amy was the worst, worst Kevin Smith. Well, what do they know? They don't have a top 20 list, do they? <laughs> they can make one. That is true. You are on the radio. You know what I say to them? I don't think you can say it. <laughs> Just when I thought it was safe to put my headphones back on. Hmm. Number 10 is The Smashing Machine, which is a documentary about mixed martial arts fighter and his downward spiral. Smashing Machine. Sounds like a gay porno. I thought it was something with uh, Billy Corgan and his uh, love toys. Just a guy painted like, uh, you know, one of those uh, street performers who do the the uh, robot thing. No, it's about a mixed martial artist. Who is this it? time? Which he's gay. One? Mark Kerr, who... I was, <laughs> there you go, Dobbs. What's number nine? Almost Famous. Good movie. Great movie. From the top ten. I still haven't seen it. What? You're insane. It's one of the best movies ever. Do you have it? Yes. And okay, Mike, ten is not No Holds Barred. It is a smashing <laughs> machine about Mark Kerr, mixed martial arts fighter. Does it have Thunderlips in it? No! <laughs> all right, already. Jesus. Zeus. Number eight. Larry the Cable Guy, Health Inspector. Eat that one, Dubs. Just nice. eat it. Nice. Eat it. Go ahead. Eat it. Mm. Hey, Dubs, you ever fart so hard you crack your back? <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> guy's a genius. Oh, God. Uh, number seven, Napoleon Dynamite. Here's the thing about Napoleon Dynamite. I will uh, brag now that I saw it. It's opening day at a small... Uh, artsy film house in Maryland mm-hmm. and loved it. Raved about it. And now I hate the movie. You hate the movie? How can you hate the movie? It's like Austin a, Powers. Kind of with, a parody of itself now? Well, not even a parody of itself, but just with the constant drops that all the... Like, we played the the drops like right after it came out, mm-hmm. but now it's everywhere. It just seems so played. Like the yeah, baby. You yeah. know what I mean? What's another one of those overused ones? There was a Yeah Baby. What else went through the, the whole stage of... Uh, one, of <laughs> one of my favorites was from Friday. Anything with Smokey from Friday mm-hmm. always got a lot of play. And, um, yeah, so that one was also... Also the uh, the whole Chappelle show uh, yeah, stuff. Yeah, Rick James, bitch, all that stuff. All right, what's number six in your little list there? Number six, everyone will agree with me, Mallrats by Kevin Smith. Mallrats, definitely. I didn't like Great, it. What? I love Mallrats. I, honestly, I, I watched it, and I was just like, what is this? It's I watched tr- it. It's hilarious. It's one of those movies to me that was trying too hard. 
I watched it, laughed, and then went and bought it. Number five, Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. I I liked it, but I I wouldn't watch it again. What? It's a one-time thing for me. No, it's a great movie. Uh, Obviously, it's a great movie. You like it. According to you, it's in your top 20. It's at number five. Problem is... It just... it seems to drag a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, where, you know, you have, like, Heather Graham, she's hot as Roller Girl, and what, Julianne Moore was the other older porn actress? Yeah. So it's got a couple of hot chicks in it, but otherwise, hmm. Yeah, and it, it's like, you know, I watched it once. It I can't really... believe you didn't like it, especially with the early 80s stuff they were wearing. Oh, no, and... I, I loved it the first time I saw it, but I wouldn't watch it again. I don't know how it's a top five. What do you... Number four... Enter the Dragon. Great movie. The only movie before 1980 that I'll watch. Actually, the only movie before 1984 that I'll watch. Uh, now that I look at... Because uh, you have the links up to the IMDb and all this. People can know what they are. It had a really good cast, this Boogie Nights. Because it's a great movie. Don Cheadle. I forgot that Luis Guzman was in it. Um, Philip Seymour Hoffman. William H. Macy. Jesus. Going back to the played-out lines real quick, uh, Zach in the 407. Uh, yeah, you guys were talking about the played-out lines. Uh, anything in the Terminator series? The Terminator, yeah, I'll be back. The whole, yeah, any, any of them. Any, there's like so many lines in that movie. And then Star Wars. Uh, what's in Star Wars that's overplayed? Uh, I guess the Force. Anything, anything your father. that Darth Vader said. Yeah. Right. Use the force. I don't know, though. force, Luke. I don't know if those fall into where the movie would actually be ruined because people overdid the... No, uh, but it, it, it would be one of those things where you were cringing whenever you someone know, did it. You know what's getting there? Hmm. Anchorman. Yeah. Anchorman's one of just those small ones that, you know, you don't really know why people are quoting it because no one really rant and raved about it, but there are so many good one-liners in it that and people by the pick way, them up. Kicking and screaming, better of the two. Oh. As far as Will Ferrell is concerned. It's no son-in-law. <laughs> We're talking about Polly Shore right now. What's number three? I have a feeling people are going to attack me on this, so I don't think I even want to say anymore. Go it's, ahead. It's on the website. I uh, I don't think I want to say it. Go ahead. You can't make me say it. From Justin to Kelly. <laughs> From Justin to Kelly. You're kidding me. The American Idol movie. You're kidding me. She was kind of hot in that movie. I'll I don't care how hot she was. It was a terrible movie. It wasn't. It was catchy. I thought it was going to suck, too, and then I saw it on HBO 3 or whatever. All right, this is what it says on IMDb. This is the plot outline. A lonely, sexually repressed man. Oh. A depressed woman. Oh. A summer camp. On this fateful night, they will meet and their hearts will become one. Hey, Justin Guarini, was he in... National Treasure? Was he? Not uh, National Treasure. Um, no, no, no. What's the, what's the show that I'm watching? Uh, Treasure Hunters. Mm. Would that have that? I could have sworn there was a guy who looked just like him, and he was on Treasure Hunters. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. He's poor again. They got knocked out in the first, like the very first opening episode. He was on the Young Professionals. I would Young Professionals. What has he done? This professional. Sing karaoke? Uh, I gotta know if he was on that treasure hunt. It was a good beach movie. Looks just like him. K-Mike in the 407, what do you got? Hey, I love Tommy's number four movie, The Last Dragon. Awesome movie. No, you son of a bitch. It was Enter the Dragon. The last... 
<laughs> K-Mike is my favorite. Listener. Do you guys even know what The Last Dragon is? No. It's a Barry Gordy Kung Fu movie. <laughs> is that the one with the black guy? Yes. That's... Oh, no, I, I'm just that's angry. not actually. That's actually pretty good. No, it's not. <laughs> what are you talking about? Which one? The one with the black guy. Oh. Is that that's, that's no? That's from Justin the Kelly. That's Last Dragon, right? Yes, and, and that's the one you like. No, it's not. It's Enter the Dragon, Bruce Lee. I like Last Dragon. I'm glad you put that one on the list. I hate sh- whoever Electro is. Show enough. <sighs> what about First Dragon? All right, what's number two? <clears throat> what about middle? Go ahead, number two. The Crow, starring Brandon Lee. Ah, oh, I thought it was going to be number one. No, no, it's not number one. That's kind of shocking. Up? All right, I know what number one is. Guy, the guy used to dress up at school like... Number that was for a costume party one time, you son of a bitch. Did you really dress yeah. up as the Crow? It was for a Halloween party. <laughs> Oh, dude, wow. Tommy, who's your number one? Never heard of it. Never. Everyone on the IM is just uh, making me angry. Number four four was Enter the Dragon. Not According to Scott Django, number four, great call. Red Dragon, great movie. No, it's not! It was number four, Pete's Dragon? I thought it was Double Dragon. Damn you, EJ from the U. Hmm. He's going on block in a minute. Hmm. Next week during this, he's on block. Number one, American Psycho. Ah, uh, that doesn't make sense. Best Which one's movie? that one? <laughs> no, let the crow. Calm down back there. Page. I hate you. You're getting a little crazy. I don't want you having to hop on this table and I shoot you. <laughs> wow, he went as the crow to a... <laughs> I was Party? like in like ninth grade or something. That's still it's even worse. Who dresses up in the ninth grade? I had to go because the girl I was dating. No, it's not Dragonheart Swimming Fly. It's no, it's not American Pie. K Mike, I hate you. It's a hideout. Damn. Where's American Pie? Come from? Real Radio. It's American Psycho. I hate you all. K Mike's the best. He's on fire tonight. He's on block. <laughs> he could send them to me. He has mine. He's one of the few that I allow to have mine. All right, people are now saying that is maybe the worst list ever. Why? Tommy's Tommy's top list as far as movie goes was oh now Tommy's getting angry back there. <laughs> it was a tremendous failure. All right, here are the ones out of his top twenty that I'll say belong partly. Son-in-law, shut it. Harold and Kumar, Garden State Seven. Enter the Dragon. What? And American Psycho. That's really all... Boogie Nights. Mm. I don't know top 20. Justin the Kelly. <laughs> it's good. You know... You You're see- bitten, dude. I've never no, seen I it. No, I wanted you to take this seriously, and you have to be bitten with from Justin the Kelly. Have you seen it? I don't... You, no. Watch it, and then you can apologize Tommy, after you watch it. Tommy actually was so excited afterwards, he came up to me and said... Got it. <laughs> the hell, man? Now he's back there laughing. All right, what it all is, sounds the same to me. What's next week's Tommy's top list? 
I haven't decided yet. If anyone would like to give me some ideas, they can email me. Bateman at realradio.fm. Hmm. Or MySpace or whatever the hell. Now, I got to agree with number one, the American president. No. <laughs> no. Thank you, K-Mike. American psycho. American right, ninja. EJ from the U, it's not Dragon Ball Z. I, <laughs> enter the dragon. It's the Hideout, Rover Radio 104.1. Thank you, Tommy, for bringing us back. It's the Hideout, Rover Radio 104.1. <laughs> what? Oh. All right, I'm having a conversation. We forgot Tommy's top list, movies, mm-hmm. what number 16 was. We're trying to figure out if it was 10 with Bo Derek. That's what EJ from the use of. Then I was like, no, I think it's the one with Jet Li. No, it's not. And he's like, oh, wait a second, 187 with Samuel Jackson. If it was 187, I would have said number 10 is 187, but I didn't say that. What was hmm. number 10 on my list? 8 millimeter? I already forgot the list. Yeah, me too. I threw it away in anger. <laughs> Why? Because I'm still getting IMs about it. No. Maybe forever. In a garage, with the car run, and then just go from there. I was really surprised 12 Monkeys made it up on the list. All right. No. I. What? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on a second. Number 16 was 9 to 5 with Dolly Parton. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Thank you, K-Mike. That's what I'm saying. 9 to 5 was... Uh, hmm. All right. Can I switch out one of them and put 9 to 5 in? Because actually, Dabney Coleman was pretty good in that. All right, now, I got this last night, or this morning, from Angel Jenny. What's that? Angel Jenny is on uh, hideoutheretics.net. Mm-hmm. She is the uh, lovely young lady who took Matt Albert's virginity. And we were talking last night how Matt... Did not bag it, mm-hmm. and then he hasn't had sex again because she says that she's on her period, but she had the shot. Yeah, she had the shot. That's why he thought he was safe uh, not bagging it. And so then I get this from Angel Jenny on MySpace. <laughs> uh, subject line, Dear Hefe. I finally heard the topics about last night's show, and here's what I have to say. Number one. Yes. Oh, you're into that. Hold on. Yes, you still get a period on the shot. Mm. Not usually. Number two. Matt did not wear a condom because I was wearing a diaphragm. Who still uses a diaphragm? This is 1950s. I don't know. That's what I was going to say. If you're on the shot, then why would you use a diaphragm? She held up with her garters. (laughs) Number three, although the shot does not... Did she take off her knickers before she... Don't be racist. (laughs) Number three, although the shot does not eliminate periods, it does not promise it, nor does it work for every woman. I would say if you're still your period, the uh, the shot's not working for you, period. So I got that lot, like today, <laughs> and I'm just like... Was Ugh. it in a very sassy tone? Yeah, it was, it was just very matter-of-factly. Mm-hmm. All caps? No. <laughs> she seemed to... And that was it, no thank you or goodbye or <laughs> anything. 
so there, you, so there you have it. I didn't even really think too much of it mm-hmm. until again the whole diaphragm. Thing. <laughs> now, take off your loafers before you come to bed, Matthew. <laughs> My jammies. Now let me ask you. I honestly didn't know they made diaphragms anymore. Mm-hmm. And I've never, I don't even want to, I don't think we could even talk about it on the air, but I'm not too sure how, how they, they work. How they work, yeah. Because, right, here's, here's <laughs> my, so archaic. here's my thought, hold on, just two seconds. From what I understand about it, it's there to block something from getting somewhere to yeah, pregnancy, okay? Yeah, block the, uh, the method. Cuts off half the pool. But, I was thinking, ah, oh boy, I don't even know how I can say this. At some point, you have to, you know, um, get rid of the diaphragm. Wouldn't that kind of, wouldn't there be spillage? Uh, how, uh, when do you have to get rid of it, though? I'm thinking... Uh, uh, how long does it stay there? And I, how, I can't... How oogie, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Jesus, what's the point of even doing radio if you can't even talk about it? I mean, we're trying to have an actual medical discussion. Um, but medical is no laughing matter, Pepe. So, no, I, obviously <laughs> not. Uh, Shamboogie's on fire. But Shamboogie, K-Mike, EJ from the U, top three heretics of the evening. I say top three other than me, you, and Tommy, Dubs. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I, so now you look at this thing. Oh, you found a... A diaphragm uh, online? It looks like a beanie. <laughs> yeah. I'm not lying. Come here, dude. Come look at this. I actually want you to stand up, come in here, because I want to hear you laugh. I understand what it does. What the hell is that? It looks like a World War II parachute. Is that Mr. Magoo's hat? It looks like a biscuit. It looks like a ravioli. You're right. <laughs> And from what I understand, and I can't, I gotta be careful how I say this. Let's say you place the diaphragm six hours, mm-hmm. up to six hours before sex. So, that almost means she knew. How do you walk around with that thing placed? There, yeah. And that means she was up at the open door with it. <laughs> No, not that night. It was a Saturday night. Oh, it was a Saturday night? Yeah. You, you think she placed it while listening to the SBK Live? <laughs> Angel's <laughs> voice made it easier. Yeah. SBK! Boom, Hey, I have an idea. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Michelle, the 386, what do you got? Okay, so you whoever said last night about the shot, like you either bleed a little the whole time mm-hmm. or nothing at all. Yep. That was, that's right. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. I completely agree. And, but I will say, Matt Albert, you need to totally worry. There's a lot more crap out there other than knocking this girl up you need to be worried about. That you is need to cover that thing. Exactly. Thank you, sweetie. You're the best. And she's completely right. She meant his face, though. Why is your chick sending me messages about what you guys do for protection? I don't know. I told her to stay away from everything, but she doesn't listen. Stay away from the boards. Stay away from... You can talk to the heretics, because that really doesn't I know, matter. But... I know she and my chick are friends, which is cool. Yeah. I don't mind that. Her and Lester Big Hands and Rhonda are friends. That's kind of the crew right now, Dubs. Is it really? 
I love Ronda and little uh, little Ronda. I love <laughs> well, I love Ronda, but I love big hands and little Ronda. Yeah, as far That's as heretics, odd uh, odd couple though. But as far as heretics, they're probably just more like buddies than anything else. Mm-hmm. Now. You know, more than more than anybody else, I'd venture to say. EJ from the U's getting there, although he didn't like to bring his chick around. Probably because uh, their contraceptive methods will come up. <laughs> the diaphragm. Yeah, so I'm looking at this thing. I mean, I'm, I, I I got a picture of it, and you're right. It looks like a large ravioli. You could sled down hills with that. <laughs> Put some western oil on the bottom. If you wanted to. <laughs> Easy to carry around. Comfortable. It doesn't look comfortable. All right, here are disadvantages. <laughs> Holy Christ. <laughs> Does not protect against HIV AIDS. Requires a fitting clinic. Saddle sores. <laughs> that you have to fit it for it like it's a oh, damn shoe? Wow, you do. Needs occasional refitting. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on, on wear and tear. After you go over 100,000 miles. Possible uh, allergic reactions. Can be messy. That's actually on the doctor website. Oh. Can be messy. <laughs> That's just what it says. Carol in the 407, what do you got? Hey, it's very easy to use. It does what it needs to do. It works like a rubber dam, keeps anything from going in or out. You can leave it in for 24 hours, and nobody knows it's there. So you can put it in before you go Except on your Except for date. you. All right, you thank you, sweetie. Leave. No, I appreciate it. That was a little too much. Okay. Yeah, she was a little... That's what we've been very carefully choosing our words as far as like place and placement as far mm-hmm. as because the stupid ass rules. But I mean, I guess I understand the shot and the diaphragm, but I get protective protected as far as like pregnancy. Other things. But too. Yeah, I would. Damn, dude. What are you thinking, Matt? I just hope. Had you talked? Did you talk to her today after that came up last night? Obviously, she heard it. I don't know if it's on the podcasting or what. Or if you had to talk to her no, about I, it. I had to talk to her about it. Did she hear it? I don't know if she heard it. I talked to her in the morning. I think you just kind of said, "Hey, you may want to look out." <laughs> yeah. You may see this on the board. <laughs> I kind of overviewed it because I didn't want to get too in depth. Mm-hmm. And uh, she understood. And she so got she, angry that I didn't mention the diaphragm part, but I keep forgetting. And so she sends me a MySpace message about it then. Yeah, I really don't feel like talking about 1960s contraception. <laughs> now you you guys were out doing the hand jive. And <laughs> <laughs> you're like, oh. Stop. When that. you're a jet, you're a jet for life. <laughs> Rag time. <laughs> My man, my chick's naive. She goes, look, looks like hell to put it on. I mean, no, not on. What <laughs> else? Ew. I mean, but that's the thing, though. Like, how your chick is twenty? Nineteen. Who tells her about the diaphragm? Grams? Well, in my day, <laughs> sharing stories about the railroad and diaphragms. <laughs> I think dug the canal. <laughs> Oh, dude. So how about the Louisiana Purchase? That, yeah. That's right. folly. <laughs> oh, getting Alaska was Tommy, great. Tommy, what do you think about this, dude? You're the poon hound. Talking about Grover Cleveland? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tommy, what do you think? 
That's for his number two movie being The Crow. <laughs> and him dressing up like in a house. Shut up. All right. that's, I'm sorry. That's more what it is. The number two Crow movie isn't so bad. It's, it's for a Halloween party. <laughs> it's being Brandon Lee in the ninth grade. <laughs> I see you I saw you. Guilty. Son of a bitch. I'm responding to EJ from the use I am. So, what do you think about him and his diaphragm, love? Oh, she doesn't have anything to worry about, but he does. See, that's the other thing, too. Matt looks a little thin. Hmm. <laughs> right. Thank you know you. he's never heard that before. All right, Must so I just, stripes. I just wanted to bring that. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to bring that to your attention that I'm getting these messages. I'm going to forward this to you, Dubs, just so you can see on uncomfortable. Because then the thing that's interesting about MySpace mm-hmm. is that on every message, I mean, everybody's on it, but. For those of you that have children or something, that's on it. When you send a message, you also see the person's face. And she's got this, like, very interesting photo where it's, like, her looking right at me. And then lecturing me. Wagging a finger. Yeah. Ew. Mm. That's your job. I send it to you along with the little message that's creepy. Okay. Now I want you... Now you got... Or will it, will it have my photo? See, it's probably going to have my photo now that I think about it. All right, come yeah, here. Come here and take a look at this, then. Okay. Sorry. I'm, I keep telling you to come in here, but... All right, look at her photo. <laughs> look at the message. Just giving you that eye. <laughs> it's it's kind of the same eye that she has on, uh, if you look at her profile on hideoutheretics.net of Matt's chick. Oh, just looking at that, just imagine like she... everything. Look at that word, and then... <laughs> What? What's the word? No, just diaphragm. Oh. But her, now come here and look at this for a second, man. I want you to look and see how kind of creepy this is. It's like she's lecturing me with one of those odd camera, like, um, camera phone looks. <laughs> I've seen that look before. It's not fun. <laughs> You're already getting the looks? Oh, please. She's already stripped him of any little manhood he had. All right, I just, wanna, difficult. I just wanna see if anybody else thought that was odd or interesting. Just the whole diaphragm thing. Right when you brought that word up, I haven't heard that word in years. You know what it reminds you of? Like the sponge. Remember the whole <laughs> episode on Seinfeld where yeah. they're the Today Sponge. They're not selling the sponge anymore, so Elaine goes and tries to buy them all up because that's her preferred method of birth control. Good to know, Matt's sponge worthy. <laughs> Uh, then you just think of what it's used for, how awful it is. <laughs> and you can reuse it over and over and over again. Shut up. In the kitchen, right? <laughs> I love the I love the photo and just how intimidating that thing is. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm the Punisher. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. Because you use a condom, right, Dubs? Condom, yeah. And and uh, she's on something. No, not anymore. She was not. She's going through uh, trying to figure out what she likes right now. So, it, like for a couple of months, she'll be on something, then not. So I, I, we don't even risk it with anything. But you know, strapping up. And there's other uh, methods she uses on her end, other than a shot or a pill, right now. All right, very cool. So yeah, that's that's I'll, where I'm at. Always protect <laughs> yourselves. I'm at uh, you know no feeling whatsoever. Whatever, <laughs> like it even matters anymore. No, it's a hideout. Roll radio one hundred four point one. 
Hey, I'm going to play you a story here in a second, Dubs. All right. So Hideout Row Radio 104.1, about to wrap up Hour 3 on a Tuesday night. I just got a message on my phone from my sister. Hey, Justin, uh, I know that it's kind of far off, but we should probably start thinking about it. Mom turns 50 next spring. We should probably think about what kind of party we want to throw her. How about none? I'll send her the black balloons. Or is that 40? I think it's 40. Whatever. Over the hill's 40, right? Yeah. Although these days we had to move it to 50. Mm-hmm. How about a tanning package? Yeah, that's why I got her last year for Christmas. And a can of tab for the good old 80s. <laughs> tab. With the diet right. That's my favorite line of the night so far. Other than you, when you get on your uh, soapbox, Tommy. It's not what I sound like. <laughs> All right, let me play this for you real quick, Dubs. Creepy best in voice of yours. On a MySpace to get a date, but says he ended up being robbed at gunpoint by two teenagers. As Fox 30 Shawna Patel reports, this victim believes it was a setup from the very beginning. Here's your story, first on Fox. Natalia's profile on MySpace shows sexy photos. Her blurb says, just looking for something fun. That's all this Jacksonville man knew before they planned to meet. She sent me a message and, and told me that she thought she had recognized me from somewhere. All a scam, he says. <laughs> the two chatted online for two weeks before they decided to meet where she supposedly lived, at Bentley Green Apartments. I went to 107 and knocked on the door, and there was no answer. So I called her and said, hey, I'm here, and I had, there was no answer at the, on the phone. That's when these two 14- and 15-year-old girls approached him, saying they knew Natalia, the girl he thought he'd be meeting. They also knew where he worked and what car he drove. And this was not the girl that the picture was of on MySpace. The victim, now sensing something was wrong, was ready to take off, but was stopped short. She took the gun out and put it to my head and said, um, empty out your pockets. The girls didn't get much because the victim had forgotten his wallet. They let him go unharmed, and he called police. Police did a search of the area and found those two teenage girls walking with a third male suspect. They stopped them and searched one of the girls' purses where they found two loaded handguns. MySpace was developed for friends and music, and this user says he's seen the positive side. I've made maybe 10 or 15 friends locally here that I've gone ahead and, and met locally and had no problems with at all. But not everyone is logging on for the right reasons, and this victim had to find out the hard way. He hopes to stop them before they strike again. I do think that they have done this before. Um, I think their, tar their target is 17, 18-year-old boys who don't know any better. And that victim tells us that this so-called Natalia told him that she was 18 years old. He had no idea that he was dealing with girls as young as 14. He also tells us that since this happened, he has changed his profile. He has taken off the salary that he makes as well as the kind of car he drives. He tells us he will be much more careful about the people that he talks to online. Reporting live from the North Bank, I'm Shanel Patel, Fox 30 News. All right, here's the thing. We now need to do something about MySpace. Well, here's the thing. You aren't even safe meeting a 14-year-old girl anymore. So it is going to be the, this, uh, these girls Robin here or Chris Hansen. It is now officially unfaced for, uh, unsafe for predators. Exactly. I don't like it. Unfair. And something needs to be done. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine? Now, this guy actually thought he was meeting an 18-year-old chick. And he's like 20, so, you know, yeah. whatever. And he goes, and there are a couple of just ass 14-year-olds. And some Pointing a gun tooth. at him. Yeah. Right. Just pointing a gun. And then they don't get anything, so you let him go. He ain't going to call. 
better not call the cops. What are, what the hell are fourteen year old chicks doing with guns in Jacksonville? It's Florida. <laughs> it's true. I mean, sadly, you're like, no, you know, don't run down Florida. But yeah, it is. It's Florida. It happens all the time. This weird stuff. Then you got the other one with the um, the pedophile sting hitting Disney World and Universal employees. What? So this one came out. I guess um, there were three theme park workers in a sex sting by Polk County. 21 arrested in all, including two Disney employees and a guy who works at uh, Universal City Walk. Apparently, they had been chatting online for months with who they thought were teenage boys or girls. <laughs> Let me ask you. The, when the boys come in, it kind of just takes it to a new level. Let me ask. Oh, yeah, because that's so much worse. Um, it's not bad to be a... No, but, I mean, when you got, you got you know, two troubles going with you when you, you know, you were a young boy once, so basically you want to have sex with yourself when you were younger. Whoa, sorry, red light. <laughs> um, but who now does not realize that you just don't chat online anymore? Yeah, like I would, illegal. I wouldn't even have any sexual conversations, you know, just with a chick of age. It's just not. I wouldn't type anything like that. I don't think. I don't. Know, maybe I have, but I certainly <laughs> wouldn't anymore. You know, I've gotten a few uh, saucy messages from you in the past. That's just because of you. Mm-hmm. We always send those smileys back and forth, kissing. That's all Dubs does. <laughs> but would you even chat like that anymore? It, it, it's a very, I don't know, I, I, I can't see uh, trusting anybody here's of what, being who they say they are. Here's what I almost want to do. I almost want to get the message from uh, Matt's chick. And can you take a photo of what's on your screen? Yeah. And then post that on hideoutheretics.net? Yeah. Yeah. You can capture all that. How do you do that? With what? Uh, this little button. Print screen or something? Yeah, print screen. It should be right above, like, your home. Scroll and, lock. Yeah. And all that stuff. Like, if uh, the backspace was 12 o'clock, look to about 1 o'clock and up. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> Six o'clock how, how do you know that? Jesus. You're brilliant, dude. I want you almost to come over here and take a photo of this. <laughs> Tommy, why would you mess with him like that? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's perched on the shoulder. <laughs> like a pirate. Hold on, give me two seconds. Perched on his shoulder. You hear what they're saying about you? They say that now. Damn, you smell good. He always does. He always smells great. It's soap. He's great. You see this photo? How creepy is that? That photo within that word. <laughs> How do you capture that? And can I capture it without somebody getting my password? And what does that do? You hit a button. What? Explain. It just copies everything on your screen. Then you have to take it into a uh, like Photoshop or MSN Paint. I don't have all that. Yeah, you son of a. It's bitch. all in there. You just don't have that time. I'll do it when I get home. I'm not going to give you the password. Give it to me. No, I'm sure you already have it anyway. <laughs> Dumbass! Why are you giving it out on the air? the hell? Dio Mike in the 863. What do you got, Dio Mike? Hey, guys. What's going on? Hard up. What's up, bro? Hey, brother. No, um, this whole thing, it's like everyone just seems like they're forgetting, you know, the basic stuff to do, you know? I mean, you're not going to meet somebody on MySpace and then, you know, two days later you're going to go like, oh, yeah, let's meet at the apartment with no one around, you know? Right. You know, meet somewhere public, you know, all the normal stupid stuff. Exactly, too, because... But- 
And here's the other thing about that as well is you don't want to go meet, mm-hmm. you know, at someone's home. You at least want to have, like he said, one public meeting. Maybe go over to have a, you know, coffee or something. Yeah, you want one time in public, and then you know maybe you can work from there. Even then, it's hard to trust the people. They still could be lying to you right to your face. I don't know. I'm not into meeting people online. Yeah, you know, like I'll, I mean, I'll get to know them, and if mm-hmm. we happen to cross each other's paths, that's cool. Yeah, and, and you know, you already kind of know something about the person, so you already have some, like, as listeners and uh, everything as far as that goes. It's really cool to get to know them online and everything. Then they come up, hang out, and we have more to talk about. But still, even then, Matt, how'd you approach your chick? I private messaged her on on the forum. And I just uh, on hideoutheretics.net. Yeah. So she uh, she puts her picture up there, and then what do you do? So you're no better than uh, pantless Tulu. Well, she, well, she was of age. And uh, well, of age, we aren't talking about that. We're talking just about you know. Well, I don't hit on every chick like pantless Tulu <laughs> does. He if a on hideoutheretics.net. If he sees someone with a female name, he will attack it. Send poetry, ask for a phone number. <laughs> I need to get some of that. And the problem is, <laughs> never works. Yeah. That you don't he, know. That and he's in Maryland. <laughs> okay. <You're> just... <laughs> what? Here's what? Sorry. I want to hide out heretics.net right now. Here's why I love Lionfire. He's one of our better heretics. He's still in Northern Virginia. His avatar, which is the little photo, you know, on your mm-hmm. message board or on your MySpace or whatever. <laughs> it's a picture of Angel Jenny Matt's yeah. chick. <laughs> I got confused one day. It's like, oh, damn it. Sending private messages? Oh, that's just creepy. You actually sent a private message to him one time? No. Okay. No, I just was scrolling down, and I saw her <laughs> avatar, her picture, and I, I thought it was her. Why are you using nerdy lingo? <laughs> you just did it. <laughs> when I say it, it's L-O-L. cool. L-O-L. R-O-T-F-L. All right, people are <laughs> screaming how odd that is. And there she is. There she is talking to Tulu, Black Albert. Damn, dude. What if she's just going through all the Alberts on the board? Ashy bastard. You, you know what I mean? What was your nickname for him before? Charcoal? No, you called him Tar Baby. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's how racist you are. It was true. Again, all this on HideoutHeretics.net. This is where all the fans go to talk about everything but the show, which we don't mind. Whatever. No. We're all like-minded people. So it's kind of fun. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Sometimes I go there to get some entertainment. Those they're always like up with the new entertainment stuff for the websites. Although then other times they're just passing along tubgirl.com. <laughs> yeah, they, they over they eighteen, say, please. They say it's a uh, like a link to some really interesting story and click on it. There's Tub Girl or Bloody Trixie. Hey, really quickly. I guess this is this was news way back when when it happened, but I didn't realize just mm-hmm. on the World Cup for two seconds. Did you know Drew Carey is a photographer for the U.S. soccer team? No. He was just looking for something to do, wanted to travel the world. He figured it would be a fun way to do it. So he bought a very expensive camera, and he's gone out, and he takes photos of the soccer team and like sells it to like the AP and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But he said in international play, whatever it is, things are always really intense. And I'd completely forgotten about this, but in Mexico City, when the U.S. team, I guess, was qualifying or whatever, 
throughout the national anthem in Mexico City, they chanted Osama. Yeah. And I was just, I just stopped and thought, it, could there be a, a more offensive chant, like well, I mean, for the time? You know what I mean? And that's the whole thing, right there. It, it, it doesn't really, it, it's not nothing like clever or anything that uh, just mean. Yeah. It, there's no reason for that. <laughs> I can see hating America. Right. But Chain Osama, a guy who kills babies? I don't know if it was babies. But... No, I'm sure it's some babies that he's killed. All right, well, fair enough. Allegedly. I don't know why Let's I'm not wor- jump to conclusions. Yeah, I don't know why I'm worried about besmirching <laughs> the name. Um... Tommy agrees. <laughs> Back there shaking his head. He's <laughs> bobbing it like a parrot. I saw you going for it, dude. I took him off. Ass. I could still hear it. Yeah, I say next time Matt's chick comes up, we just <laughs> we start chanting diaphragm. Get the start. Get the chant started, now, Tommy. Again, Tommy dressed up as the crow at a ninth grade dress-up oh, sorry, party. Did you look just like him? And are there photos? There were photos, but I don't have them. Why? What happened to him? Uh, I think the girl I went with had them. Hmm. Went with? Yes. <laughs> what kind of term is that? You went steady with her? <laughs> no. Oh. Did wear a diaphragm, too? Hold on a second, though. Don't you remember that was the term? At least when I was in high school, that was the term. Oh, no. It was dating. No. For me, it was, hey, will you go with me? And that meant you were going to, you were going together. I'd always say where. And then we always say, and like, you know, uh, yeah, I, I went with her. I went with her in the ninth grade. And that meant dated. Oh, I've never heard that. What? I, I, Tommy, you you obviously, or you actually made a comment on it, right, Matt? You've heard that before. Yeah, I've heard that a lot in high school. I got it, it, not much after high school. Are you and your chick going together? I guess. He doesn't know anything. Because <laughs> instead, instead of going steady, you just say going. Dating, it's one word. No, you, guys dating. you gotta make uh. a hip, dude. No, I was just always, are you going out? Is she wearing your letterman? You know, you always say, are you going? No. You going together? Your varsity sweater. <laughs> hey, is Chunks back there with you pouting? I can only imagine he's slouched over right now. He's sitting up actually. I've just seen them talking back and forth the whole time. What are y'all talking about I, back there? Here's the conversation. <laughs> Whatever it is, it can't be good. <laughs> it's a hideout, Row Radio, one hundred four point one. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. All right, Dubs. What percentage of women do you think... What percentage of women do you think that they think they are the center of attention at a, at a party? So how many women uh, at a party do I think that uh, are right there thinking that everything's about them? Percentage of women that consider themselves to be the center of attention at any party. I'll say 30% of women. 30. I think, I think three out of the ten chicks at every party think that they are the it thing there. Do you have a guess, Matthew? 45. I'm going to say 46. Always one-ups you. 
47. Chunks you back in Chunks you back in the show. You still pouting? I'm not not, not pouting. Um 85. And the winner is Chunks. Chunks. 85% of women think that or actually is the closest. No, he was the closest. 95% of women <laughs> consider themselves the center of attention at any festivity. That includes Hooch. Even the yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, all the glitter. Now, is that shocking to you? She's the disco ball. <laughs> <laughs> that is very shocking to me. I thought thirty percent was a lot. I was uh, aiming high with that one. But the vast majority, the overwhelming majority of chicks think they are the center of attention at a party. I was an idiot. I was an idiot. Maybe she's right, just trying to avoid her and her stench. <laughs> if she's in the center of the room and you're hiding she's in the, the center corner. of gravity. <laughs> but can you imagine? I can't. I I've never thought that I was the center of attention at a party, even on my birthday. I'll be honest. I don't want to be. No. And why? Why do women think that? Why? I can't imagine uh, that. You think that you are that hot or that important, and you definitely aren't that funny to be the attention uh, at a party. Maybe it's the skimpy clothing. Whatever. Most of them shouldn't be wearing it. How many guys do you think honestly idiot. care about being the center of attention at a party? None. They they want. That's it. not true because you always got some uh, yeah, guys. There, there, there's like the the guys who try to steal the show and hold court, of course. But Bo, Bo Rhodes. Yeah, those he's, guys. He's the guy. None, none wrong with it, but that's his thing. No, it, there can be stuff wrong with it if the wrong guy tries to do it. But a bow, he pulls it off. Yeah, everybody enjoys bow when he does it. All right, percentage of chicks that have played spin the bottle. Ninety, I think most chicks have. Matt, ninety-nine. Beat that, Tommy. Seventy. <laughs> Went in a different way. Now, now what? Chunks. I'm going to go with uh, 25%. 79. Damn it. 73% believe life is a party. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. How cliche are women? All right, here's a good one. This is interesting. I should... Wow. How percentage that have made out with a stranger at a party... 95. What are y'all showing to each other? I want to see it. I got a, uh, I am from Hooch. I blocked her. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. I'm not interested. It just says cool, you guys roll. <laughs> Very sarcastic, I'm sure. I was an idiot. Yeah, whatever. Not interested in playing around. I know you trash you talk. Not interested. Websites you set up. All right, percentage that I made out with a stranger at a party. You said, I said 95. Matt? 63. Tommy? Hmm, I'm going to go... Damn you! <laughs> All right, no, that it is not Tommy. Talk, talk, talk. 59. <laughs> yeah, I'll go 59. Chunks? 98. 71% have made out... Only 71? You guess. I think every guy has made out with a stranger at a party. I haven't. Man or female? Well, now I think about it. Have I? Of course you have. I don't think I have. 
With a stranger? No. Absolute stranger that you would never know the name of and never want to. Just like where you're at the party? Mm-hmm. Like in the corner or something? Yeah. Nah. Well, maybe not in front of everybody, but you pull them into the bathroom, slip a quick tongue in their mouth, and you rock. That's rape. All right, let me... Wait, I, mouth? If she can't remember. Tommy, have you done that? I don't remember. Probably. I think I did more than that. <laughs> Jesus. Bonehound. Chunks, have you ever made out with a stranger? Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> and actually gotten a... Uh, no, you haven't. Yep. I was an idiot. Oh, that's how she got hired. No. <laughs> I was an idiot. No. Like not that. a stranger, not a strange smell. Yeah, but it's true. <laughs> not... <laughs> It's true. It was actually really weird. Uh, she had one of those like uh, the glow stick things in her mouth, and uh, we just kept passing that back and forth. Dubs, that's not kissing, dude. Well, no, but I mean, there was later on. What did she do to you? Um, can you say the 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 hammer hand? Okay, that <laughs> hammer hand. Yeah. Really, you? Yeah. At a party? How old were you? Oh God, man, I was I was pretty young, but obviously the girl was hammered. I mean, like hammered. What'd beyond... she look like? Ooh, she had brunette hair. She had uh, deep, penetrating brown eyes. She was a little. Story already. You know, that that just sounds so gay. It was Vincent Price. Cut off the eyes and uh, you, replay that. Did you already go into a fat man, or what is this? Deep, no, penetrating true. eyes. She was uh, actually uh, one of the ex- Now, as a public service, the hideout presents a roadmap to dysfunction with chunks and the fat man diaries. I guess Christmas is early for us tonight. We right. have uh, chunks. This one's going to go July 17th, <laughs> 1999. It's my first year at Ruby Tuesday. It was the heart of summer. The days were hot and my love life was cold. <laughs> Ice Jesus. cold. Hopes, though, came from the hot bartender, Aaron, who casually mentioned to me, Hey, big Al, I'm having a party tonight. You should go. Maybe you'll get lucky. No, I said, unfortunately, I am an old man. Ruby Tuesday is my home. The only place I know. It's the only place I belong. Are you Tonto? Yeah. <laughs> How? Metaphorically, back in the back in those days. Hello, Lone Ranger. Yeah, it's true. So, anyways, where was I? Can we keep You're going? Somewhere making smoke. All right, and now you're in Wyoming. Come well, on. There was a party, though. There was you're a praying party. for rain. I don't know. There was a party, and everyone got hammered, uh-huh. and I got, I got, you know, that's what happened. I'm surprised. <laughs> I'm surprised. The next day at work, though, it kind of sucked because I still went in drunk. And I slipped in the grease in the kitchen and I cut my head open. And I cooked with an open wound in my head. I'm sure some of it dripped into the food. And that's the dead honest truth, allegedly. <sighs> you gotta throw that in there so no one can sue you. I hate them when you're not even reading them. Mm-hmm. When they're just made up off the top of your head. No, that's the truth. That's not made up. It's all true. It's a sad, sad life I lead. <laughs> Why do you talk like that? I lead. <laughs> oh, you know. Trying to make it interesting. Forthwith. Forthwith. You failed. <laughs> and therefore. I used to like sitting in the back table. All right, so where were you guys when this happened? Because I completely tuned out. I've been on I Am chatting with that soul brother, Kevin. <laughs> Who's become a new best friend? I'll go back in the office. People tell me they never read the room. Huh? 
They tell me they never eaten a Ruby Tuesday again. <laughs> Chunks work there. I, I wouldn't. Shut it. <laughs> Unless you're a sponsor, in which case, the salad bar is fantastic and only $1.75. Do they have them here? Yes. Ruby only, Tuesdays? Only mm-hmm. only $1.75 with an entree. Mmm. Yes. All right, so what ended up happening? Where were you guys or when you she, uh, all hammer hand? Who, me? Yeah. Uh, God, the, the chick's name, I, I guess I give her first name. No, Samantha. Mm-hmm. She was, uh, she was kind of a sluttier chick. Bigger girl. And it was just one of those things where I, I still kind of was heavy. So, you know, I, a lot heavier than. <laughs> a lot. Keep on going. A lot heavier than I. Christ Almighty! <laughs> A lot heavier than I was, and um, I got this. Off. Does it really even matter? Give Matt a hug for the Where were you? Give Matt a hug for the Vincent Price line. You got that one. And the chick's walk-in closet. Joe says, I want to say Angel's been doing a great job in the hideout since day one. <laughs> he was here day one. The chick's walk-in closet. That's where it happened. I want to commend Dubs on his announcement about him and Hooch. Huh? I had intercourse with the pig. <laughs> what the hell? All right, somebody brings up an interesting point on the I am. Mm-hmm. That was supposed to be a stranger. How did you know her name, Aaron? If it was a stranger? No, she was the bartender. We were talking strangers. She, she's the one that had the party. I didn't know the girl that was. There. I found out her name afterwards. Is Audrey. <laughs> Just made that up. No, it's true. I will go bust out um, the yearbook. What like, yearbook? The Ruby Tuesdays in the yearbook? No. <laughs> I found out later on she went to the same high school. You sign with ketchup? Happy, happy anniversary. <laughs> Why did I... I thought this Don't was say really stupid thing. Thursday. <laughs> All right, so percentage of women... To hide out radio... <laughs> percentage of women that will dance on top of a table. Forty. Thirty-three. What was the question? Percentage of women that will dance on top of a table. Sixty percent. I beat you to it. Shut up. Ninety-eight point five. Six. Sixty-five. Yes. Fifty-nine. All these. Fifty-nine percent always choose dare over truth. I didn't know that. And truth wow. You got to think that though. And a lot of times, you know, it's a good thing if a girl's going to pick dare over truth. She's ready to get crazy. Well, and she's got a lot of uh, things that she does not want to tell. She does not want to tell the truth. I think she's just ready to get the horn. Both. She has a horn past, and she wants to do more of it. We ought to play truth or dare with Bonnie. Ooh. Ooh. Good idea. Genius. Book it. 37% prefer beer over... All of their alcohol, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Most the majority of girls would rather a fruity drink or a rum and diet, right? Chunks. Nothing wrong with a rum and diet. A walking badge. <laughs> I'm watching my weight. Gonna win thirteen hundred bucks. I like a fruity drink. Hey, chunks, why don't you burn some more calories and come give me some water? <laughs> Absolutely. Total that I will lose about five calories going to the cooler and five back. How many calories did you lose by ruining the first segment of the 8 o'clock hour? Four. I'll just go back in the office after we get the It's a hideout rule radio. Oh, can we keep going? In a few more minutes. It's a hideout rule radio 104.1.
Is it really coming back Metallica? Here's a request. By who? Lion Fire. <laughs> Sorry, Lion Fire. Uh, it's an old Irish drinking song. Mandatory Metallica coming up at 9. Stay tuned for one. <laughs> We're going to kick it old school. And then Fuel. I would do that because I was so bored music with this. <laughs> and People then, get so pissed. And then do it like this where I go into one channel and the other channel and that just really mess with them. Mess with me. I can't handle it. Sorry about that, Dubs. That's cool. Bunny in the 407. What do you got, Bunny? Hey there, Bunny. How's it going? I'm good. How are you guys? Uh, waiting for you to come up and play Truth or Dare. I, waiting for, I can't come up tonight, but I definitely will play Truth or Dare with you guys. I was calling to tell you. I oh, see. This is so hot. You're the so first hot. dare is going to be you crawling underneath the council. It's Mount the, the uh, Palm Tree mm-hmm. that we have. The, uh, the Whatever pal- you guys think of, I'll do. Sweet God, Jesus. So many thoughts. Yeah, Matt Albert. You just have, you have no clue, honey. All right, well, then we'll, how about Friday night? You, are you available Friday night for the open door? We'll do a little truth or dare with you? Definitely. All right, sweetie. We'll Let me just then. ask this. I won't go into detail, but can I bring a broomstick? Oh, God. I'm nervous now. You should be. No, don't be. It's just love. It's just loving, sweetie. All right. Oh, jeez. Hitting means we love you. Uh-huh, exactly. Uh, I don't think the broomstick's loving, though. It can be. Depends. Yeah, don't 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 knock it. <sighs> okay. Well, I will definitely come on Friday then. All right. Good. Sweet. Perfect. Okay. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. She's awesome. I wanna... Got a chub now. I want to. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Me too. <laughs> so crazy. Me too. Uh, enema. How about that? You say anything? Let's see. How serious are you? <laughs> Whatever you guys want. That's why we save Bunny for the 10 o'clock hour, truth or dare. Mm-hmm. We had to come up with a badass prize and then have a couple of chicks compete mm-hmm. in truth or dare. Just see how that could go. Oh, man. Oh, my cousin Sam's in town. He's going to be here tomorrow. Did he uh, come in town today? He'll be here tomorrow. And... Oh, he- man. Hey. Can I uh, can I interrupt you for one second? Yeah, go ahead. Angel Jenny, you're in the hideout. Hey, Dobbs. Hey, guys. Hey. I guess okay, you're pissed Matt at Matt. Is not available. No. What's going on? Matt is Hang not up. available. Matt is not available? No. What do you mean? No. For a truth or dare on oh. Friday. Okay. Oh, wait. Hold on. Wait, lockdown? No. What the hell is this crap? Hold on. Controlling me that way. Bunny is hot. I'll do whatever the hell I please. <laughs> and so right. is Angel Jenny. Stop it. So your girl. Now, first of all, I got to say this is awesome because your girl has called up and said, Matthew, you're not available for truth today. You belong to me. I think that's loving. No, I think it's wet. Yeah, I. This wait, is ridiculous. Wait a second. I have been very nice and followed Click. most of the things you requested. <laughs> Except so he can't he can't do a radio show. Right, I got hold on. I got There's one thing I have against that. I got, hold on, Angel Jenny. Hold on, two okay. seconds. I got the dare. I dare Bunny to allow Matt Albert to place a diaphragm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he could do it. Well, I can try. Yeah, I'll try. That is my dare. I get to choose the body part he places it with. <laughs> 
<laughs> what kind of laugh is that? Yuck, <laughs> 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 Oh, you stop. I'm sorry. I, I don't see that happening. Okay, Why not? Now, uh, I do. Anti-Matt says, oh, hell, she put the cuffs on Kong. Oh. <laughs> Mighty Joe Young is in his cage. <laughs> Screw that. Wait a second, wait a second. He's getting something very nice for his birthday, so he cannot complain on the one thing that I have a request of. Okay. Uh, uh, wait, wait, Angel wait, Jenny? Wait, 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 wait. What's... I know. I would love to be able to talk about it, but I guess we can't. Angel Jenny? Matt, uh, and by, by the way, Matt, I know what it is. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I know, but I know. Oh, I and, know how you know. And if I were you, I would do whatever she says, because it's that good. <laughs> now, now, hold on, Hepe. Bunny wants to respond to Angel Jenny. All right, Bunny, what do you think? Uh, I just wanted to call and tell Angel Jenny that I promised to send him home in one piece and not to hurt him. Ooh. Yeah! <laughs> Don't kill him. <laughs> All right. So how about this? Dare. Sure. Dare. Uh, Matt Albert places the diaphragm with Bunny. I have a better dare. <laughs> this is her giggle. I She's love so that laugh. Awesome. Oh, my God. Wait, I have a better dare. No, you're not on the no. radio. You don't get to decide. It's our show. You don't get to decide. Same. <laughs> All right. Well, I said I'd do anything. Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> She's so awesome. All right, buddy. Kisses. We'll talk to you. So, Angel Jenny. Yes. Matt Albert. I told mother. you not to call, not to do anything, yet you still do it. See? Wait. Don't no, listen. wait. Hold on. She's the one that holds the rules down. She's telling you what to do. You tell her what to do. She does it anyway. <laughs> you got to know where you roll. Except for I agreed that I would not be there on Friday. All right. So, you won't be here on Friday to watch him place the diaphragm. What, no, I'm terrified to watch. What if he does it? Are you going to break up with Matt Albert? No. What, what if he places it with a? Uh, you got to be so certain careful. area, right? <laughs> I, she sounds like she's down. <laughs> she she's one that called up and said no. He can't even play truth or dare. I think we now have it all switched up. Matt can do what he wants. Hell yeah! No, you can't. You shut the hell up, <laughs> please. You're so whipped. Hmm? He's not whipped, unfortunately. Yes, he is. You have no oh, idea. Oh, yeah. You didn't know the old map. Yeah. He'll do whatever you say. Mm. Hey, what's with the sending me the message? Why didn't he hug or kiss me on Sunday, huh? Nope. Oh. Snap. Wow. What the hell's your problem? No. Can't you just hang up? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. So you guys on Sunday, by the way, this... Fat tubby bastard over here goes over to five guys, didn't even bring any home. Wait. Like a son of a what? bitch. I know. We could have given you some money. Uh, what are we there? He owes. So. I'll pay for it. You go out on Sunday with your girl. You don't even. <laughs> you don't even hug or kiss? And she asks you to? And she wants to? Oh, Jesus Christ. After she gave you treats over the weekend? Treats. And the worst part is, is that he was not with one girl, he was with three. Okay, can we just move on? What the hell is this? Hold on a second. So I hate life. Right, what's the Why? Point? You're with three girls on Sunday. Because it always gets on air. Hold on a second. Now let me ask you, Angel Jenny. I'm not going to be specific as to what it is. Mm-hmm. But do any of those girls involve the birthday surprise? None of those do. Oh, but the- My ex-girlfriend does. Ex-girlfriend? Yes. Uh, you're bi? You say that like it's confusing. No, I didn't know, though. I didn't yeah, know Yeah, we that. didn't know that. You didn't? Wow. No, that's fine. 
I understand now why you like Matt. He has boobs. It's uh, like a big tranny. Right. Oh, my God. What's the problem, Matthew? Oh, I hate these conversations. Why? It's great why for us. Call? It's great. She's Because oh. she knows what good radio is, unlike you or Trump's. I hate her. And the thing is, is that I haven't had a chance to defend myself. Yeah, against the diaphragm. All right. Well, there's no need. I honestly don't. Well, since you're since you're by, I mean, I guess the diaphragm. Yeah, you only need it during certain times. Um, but hold on a second. Mm -hmm. So on Sunday, you and Matthew are out with a couple of your female friends. Uh, Melinda and uh, my stepsister. Uh, yeah. Mel our, our Miss Melinda from the board. Yes. Oh, really? Uh, hold on. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> that must have been a bundle of fun. <laughs> how dare you, Matt? Well, y'all just singing, tell me any of singing show tunes uh. the whole time? So I mean, we, weren't. we were singing, anything you can do, I can do better. And then they would act it out on Matt. <laughs> I, I can do anything better. All right, hold on. It's annoying now. So, <laughs> so Imagine being there. So, how Matt, why didn't you hug her? Kiss or be affectionate with your uh, lady with your, friend. With your girlfriend. I was, I was hot the entire time. You know how humid it was. I'm sticky when so I get hot. That's a reason why you can't hug or kiss. I don't feel like touching anyone. I don't feel like touching myself. <laughs> that's a lie. Right. You do it anyway. You fight through it. It's air conditioning. I hear in the other room with fuel on, just going to town with shimmer, sunburn. <laughs> um. <laughs> So what do you think that's all about, Angel Jenny? Do you think he's embarrassed? Do you think he... Are you embarrassed with Angel Jenny? I'm just a very not... Affectionate? Yeah. Now, here's the thing. You're lying. Well, you can go out with a heretic. Not publicly. Oh, hold on a second. This is the thing. And I, I'm going to back you up here, Angel Jenny. By the way, it's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1 talking to Matt Albert's girlfriend who's calling him out on the air. I saw you at the open door after the open door on Friday when we all went over to the L house. And... Angel Jenny, your girlfriend, was sitting on your mm. lap, and you guys were kind of cuddle-cuddle there at the patio at the L House. Ooh. So you can do it there in front of all the heretics, the ones who are going to bust on you, mm. but in front of a couple of chicks, one of whom you know very well? Well, I was I was getting beat on the entire time. What does that even oh, mean? I was just getting wow. ganged up on with a bunch of just jokes on me, and I just didn't feel comfortable. Oh, you, you couldn't handle yourself no. with those three hens? It was all <laughs> musical humor. It was all musical humor. I didn't understand what the hell was going on. All right, hold on a second. <laughs> you stupid crescendo. <laughs> exactly. Allegro. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Sounds like hell. All right, Andrew Ginny. Well, I don't know what to do with uh, Matt Albert and how to make him love you anymore. I just don't think he does. What a shame. And he's going to be doing nasty stuff with uh, with, uh, with uh, Bunny. Bunny? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well... Do you want to do nasty stuff with Bunny? She's gorgeous. Why not? Uh oh. No. Uh, -oh. no. That's, that's what do you mean, no? What do you mean, what do you, I, it's in the question for me and my chick. I just wish I could get her to agree like that. That's not Christian. <laughs> Please, like you are. I am a Baptist. No, because you're not filing the whole gluttony thing. <laughs> you get oh one God. mulligan. Um, alright, let me ask you this. Mm hmm. Uh, Matt Albert. Yes. What do you, oh, dear Lord. what do you think of Bunny when you're with Ginny? Like, do you think of Bunny while, you, you, while oh, you're with? That's actually a good question. Have you thought of anybody else during your very few times with? No. Really? No. I haven't gotten to that point yet. All right, Heretic uh, Luster Big Hands picked up on the uh, Angel Ginny being by at the bowling alley when she very first kind of went out with us, so he knew then, which is odd. Hmm. <laughs> I had no idea, Matt. Dude, you hit the mother load. 
Can we talk? Uh, he may have. Yeah. With uh, not wearing the condom. Give it a couple months. <laughs> Can we talk about the birthday thing, Angel Jenny? Sure. Oh. All right. So here's the There's thing. Nothing secret with you. Hold on. I feel like I have to play this thing, this bit we used to play. All right. Hold on. Go ahead and play. Baby Mama Drama with the Maury Minute. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. So here's the thing. What you mean? Oh, I wish people at home could see Matt right now and just his face and how uncomfortable he is and how he's just leaning back from the microphone like and that's gonna get space between him and this awful thing. And I don't understand why he's so ashamed of it. I don't either, because here's what she's I'd be off- proud. Here's what she's offered up for his birthday, which by the way is what July 26th. Yes, yes. it is. Wow. Um, Thanks for answering for me. You're welcome. I, when I'm about to reveal what she's offering, you should shut the hell up right. and thank her for everything. All right. I a threesome. Uh, a threesome? Yes. That. That. You, you got laid for the first time, what, two weeks ago? Right. Yeah. And now you're already jumping into the threesome category uh, a month and a half later. Fast learner. What can I say? Isn't I'm that, sure you aren't the one you know, laying down the rules in there. Uh, yeah. Isn't that the craziest thing ever already? Do you love him, Angel Jenny? Kind of like, maybe. And is Are she you? there? Angel Jenny, you there? Oh, she hung up. Oh, too bad. Jen! <gasps> Get her back on the phone. Tell her to call back. I gotta know. You there, Angel Jenny? Yeah, sorry. Okay. Oh, sorry. That's hilarious. That's all right. So, do you love him, Matt? I refuse to answer that. Why I made do you... the first move, so... I, do you do you intensely like him? Yes. What do you like most about Matt Albert, a six five five hundred pound twenty one year old dude? My hair. <laughs> His dapper shirt. <laughs> His divine buttocks. <laughs> no, World seriously, seriously, uh, Angel Jenny, what do you like most about Matt Albert? Work the fact ethic. That he's sarcastic. <laughs> really? You like yeah. his sense of humor. I. Yes. En- enough to set up a threesome. Yes. Wow. Look at this tubby bastard hitting the mother load. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, bro. Did you not say mother? Because <laughs> it's still creeping me out. Hmm. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> yeah, I, heard it. <laughs> I, think we, I think we all knew what you were thinking. Little, I was already there. <laughs> little dancing for you here in the hideout. Stay tuned for mandatory Metallica. I'm a Q. <laughs> it's Q. Mother. Jesus. Alright, turn this off. <laughs> so, Matt? <laughs> oh, shut up. Father figure. So. Don't be racist. Mm-hmm. So, Matt, look at you. Why do you seem embarrassed? How come you're not. <laughs> how come you're not stepping up, like, all proud of what you're doing and what you're getting now? Because I would prefer just, you know, Why? done it and said it afterwards just to make sure it happens. Because I don't want to jinx anything. Right, let me hey, ask wait. Angel Ginny, is it another white woman? No. What, what uh. Hold on. I'm Puerto Rican. No. What is it? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> She's Moroccan. Moroccan? Mm. Mm-hmm. What does Moroccan look like? Are they, I'm sure they're brown. It's Middle Eastern. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's it's west side of Africa, but it's the top part. You son of a bitch. Is it with Rhonda? No. Little Rhonda? Big hands chick? No. Colleen in the 407 has something for Angel Jenny. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey. I'm just saying, Matt, you better tread lightly because uh, Angel Jenny is hot as hell, and I would steal her in like five seconds. Right, there it is. Everybody <laughs> wants a girl now. See, 
You are you you've really hit a gold mine here. What, hold on, here's what's so odd about Matt Albert. Once again, why are you not like how do you not have the most confidence in the world? It just slips away from me. It gets close to me, I grab for it, and then for some reason No, it you just... you've had it. You've you've gotten it. You're there. Dude, you have a threesome set up for your twenty second birthday. It hasn't happened yet, and I'm still kind of so weary about the f- it. It's the f- fact that it, 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 it's not good about a possibility of it happening. It could fall through. That's It's like the Boston Red Sox going to the playoffs. It, they could get to the World Series. Do I don't it. want to change my position. They already got rid of the curse. So did you. Enjoy it. It's over. I can't. Tony in the 407, what do you got? What he's not telling you guys the reason why he can't enjoy it because when he come to work he got to sit there and look at chunks and he know that chunks just got off his man muscle right before he got to the job. That's true. All right, I got a great idea for for his birthday. Oh gosh. Heretics should follow Matt all day oh. on July 26th on his birthday, not so it doesn't happen. All. What's the Moroccan chick look like? Is she one of your friends on MySpace? No, she's not on my MySpace. You got a website for her or anything? Give her a plug. No. Come on. You, no. What do you like a criminal from the Green Mile? <laughs> what do you work with? Which one? <laughs> That's funny. We want free? Yeah. Oh, bastard. Oh, both. Both. All uh-huh. right. Well, <laughs> dude, she's setting up a threesome and she's gonna allow you to place a diaphragm. Uh, with Bunny on Friday night during the open door during Truth or Dare. I'm happy about that. That I By got the permission. By the way, it's not open door anymore. It's just <laughs> us Thursday. and Bunny. You're right. We probably should move that to Thursday. Bunny, if you're I, I listening, so. <laughs> just for your safety, if you're gonna be, you know, doing that. All right, Angel Jenny, Jenny, thank you, sweetie. Thanks, guys. Kisses. Oh, hold on a second. One more thing. One more thing. Hold on. So, I noticed on your MySpace you're in a relationship. Correct. Matt Albert, I noticed on yours you're not. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh. I already got on to him about that. Did you really? Yeah. Who yeah, would have thought that? It, it, since mine wasn't changed, he wasn't doing it, so I changed mine, and we'll see yeah, how long it takes. Yeah, you don't want anyone else to swoop up that prize. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Bastard. I, he's right, though. Matt, how come you haven't switched over to in relationship? Or in a relationship? I haven't changed most things on my MySpace pro- profile. <laughs> Not true. You changed your song three days ago. What the hell are you keeping tracks on me for? Of course, she's your girlfriend. Oh, don't. Oh, you finally have somebody who cares about you. She should probably read your MySpace emails from now on. Yeah, make sure should... no girls are IMing you or That's emailing. That's true. You. I completely no, agree. No, thank with that. you. <laughs> I completely agree with that. Hold on a second. Let's see what Matt is single. Well, yes, and he's here for dating, friends, relationships, and serious relationships. Here's what's funny. Matt Albert's companies, Real Radio 104.1, third Mike and Ryder, dot, 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 in parentheses, hangs head. (laughs) Like he's ashamed of it. Trust me, you shouldn't be ashamed. We're ashamed. You're the best we could get, and we're still paying you too much. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, there it is. Matt Albert and a threesome for uh, his birthday. And gets to do whatever he wants on Bunny. Why don't you go have a ch- why don't you ever go have a chat with my chick, Angel Jenny? Thank you, sweetie. We'll talk to you soon. Why does it make you so uncomfortable? 
Because I'm normally a private person. I don't even like... You're on the radio, dude. You yeah, better get bring over it. it. Oh. You should be telling us this in the back so we can run with it that night. <laughs> no kidding, man. Tommy, do you have any idea about this? My chick pooped out a full thing of lettuce. Uh, 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 hey, it's after 10. So, you, that's still way... No, I, they said we could say anything no, now. even that. Uh-uh. You couldn't say that before, could you? No. After 10, yes. You could not that put back to back. No, you cannot, dude. You can't I'm willing to say that. No. You can't. That's a bodily function, bro. After 10, there's nothing. It doesn't matter, dude. I can drop an S-bomb right now. No, you can't. I dare you not to. That's why you just... Well, I'm not even going to say. Uh, does that mean we got to write that down in the book? That's going to yes. be great for when Otto looks at the book. I want you to write that down for Catherine to Go see what Dubs thought it was okay even at Actually, 10 highlight it. Highlight it and put exclamation points afterwards. Now, let me get back to talking to Tommy. Oh. Tommy, did you have any idea about this? Not really. He he didn't even tell me he went out Sunday or whatever. He he just said that uh, they went out to an eight somewhere, and that was it. I didn't know about Smolinda or anything. What's up with the three-way, brother? I don't up, know. She's what's kinda... up with her saying you can do whatever you want to Bunny? Eventually turning just a complete about-face. She's your Suzanne Summers. What? Three-way, never mind. Oh, wow. And you're acting like Jack Ritter. <laughs> <laughs> Tripper. Whatever. I don't care. Uh, Isn't that odd? His name was Jack Tripper, and he was always tripping over an ottoman, if that was, like, the whole thing that they thought. It was ironic. Matt Albert's ottoman in his life, just tripping over it every I step. I can't believe you're not up and bragging. <laughs> Mr. Furley. What are you doing in there? <laughs> Better not be touching women on my couch. <laughs> You know what I mean, though? Whenever I brag, though, it always falls through. It's just how it happens for me. Listen, you're going to screw this up very soon. Yeah. Just run with it as much as you can for now. Enjoy it. Make chicks think how cool you are because you got another girl setting up a three-way for your birthday. You could have two pregnant chicks. You could need, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You need to say that constantly so that when Angel Jenny comes to her senses and dumps you, other girls say, hey, well, he had a girlfriend before who did this for him. He must not be that awful of a human being. In reality, you are. Mm -hmm. But they don't know that. But it's all about perception. It's all about fooling them for a little bit. I can lie. I, I do that pretty well. I'm so screwed with this. Why? I know I'm going to mess it up. I just know I have a feeling I'm going to mess it up. Dude, it's like any athlete who goes out there and plays not to get injured. What happens? He gets injured. Exactly. So you can't think that way. But it's in the back of my head every time I talk to her now. Don't screw up the you're threesome. Failure, failure, don't, don't screw up the threesome. Failure. <laughs> I hate you, Tony. My chick is so funny. I go, can I place the diaphragm too? If it's with a broomstick. <laughs> All right. What a plan. Well, I guess I'm going to call my hand broomstick that <laughs> night. <laughs> it's a hideout row radio 104.1. <laughs> Wrapping it up. On a Tuesday night, it's a hideout road radio 104.1. Uh, Tommy says, imagine if this is the first show Matt Albert's mom tuned into. <laughs> and I said this, one better, I got his address. Put together some CDs. Send it over. Jay called tonight, too. Oh, so. you're a dirty cop cousin who used to drive you all the way from Maryland to Virginia to come hang out on the show when we were in D.C.? Yeah, I, I think he wants to call in and tell the crew story. 
because he knows I'm going on a cruise again. <laughs> when does he want to do that? I don't know, whenever, probably tomorrow. Yeah, let's get him on the phone tomorrow night, and we can get him all caught up on your whole sexual escapade. Oh, crap. He likes to talk at family functions, doesn't he? Yeah. He loves doing it. He likes hinting to it. He won't come out and say it. He's a Maryland police officer. Yeah. He's a really cool guy. And we used to have him on the show all the time, Jay the Dirty Cop. He looks nothing like me. He's actually no. handsome. Yes, he's, uh, he's shorter. Wait, uh, Angel Jenny's calling back. Uh-oh. Really? That's the threesome. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. You and Jay and your oh. chick. Is it a black chick? No. All right, hold on. Let me say this. This is going to sound odd. Gun to your head. Mm-hmm. All right. You had to share your chick with a member of the hideout. Like, threesome style. Wobbly H. Who is it? Chunks. Oh. Why? I know he'd be out of breath in <laughs> ten seconds. Well, that's me, too. I'd do racial jokes with you, too. <laughs> I'd make it a laugh out of it. Do a whole storytelling thing. <laughs> See lane Really? I know C-Lane is in the equation. I want to change my vote. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Maybe you wear a diaper. You got to think outside the box. Right, exactly. Who? Mm. <laughs> oh, no. I that's exactly the opposite of what we're doing. Yeah, do you ever sometimes sit back and think, like, man, if my parents heard this, they'd hate me? I'm sure. I, I have these same kind of conversations right in front of them, though. It doesn't bother me. This is who you created. Enjoy it. Like, I wonder if my little brothers list are listening. They used to listen all the time. I'll ask them real quickly. <laughs> hey, Chunks, did you ever find out about that live broadcast and if we can get moved or not? Uh, I heard that no, it cannot. It's probably not going to happen. It's already been contractually but, uh, placed. Yeah. But we'll keep, wor- I mean, we'll keep working on it. We just haven't heard back from place yet. Well, on the 28th, um, I'm going to have to miss that Friday night show to get out to my cousin's wedding. Mm-hmm. They have Clear Channel in Lubbock. I used to work there. You want me to go do the show from in a uh, booth? If you want to. Feel free. That'd be kind of fun, because I'm getting there in the afternoon. We did I, it before with you in Dallas. I'd love to get back in the... Uh, that way I don't have to take a day, and then that way I don't have to be with family, because the rehearsal dinner's that night, and I really don't want to go. Yeah. And the rehearsal you, dinner sucks. And you guys are doing the show from a different location. So it's already going to feel awkward anyway. It's not going to be anything different. The old Clear Channel on Lubbock, Texas on 82nd Street. That I used to live directly next door to the station. Mm-hmm. That was the coolest setup I probably have ever had. And you worked there. I worked there, and I'd run Texas Ranger games. Mm-hmm. And it was always the thing where the commercial break for you know baseball and the radio was at the top of the inning. So at the bottom half of the inning, it was network, so I could literally walk home and hang out, get food, do whatever, and walk back and be gone for like 30 minutes at a time. I would love that. It was an awesome setup. This is the closest I've ever lived to a station. I can, I can walk here if I want to. In Lansing, I, could, I, was, I was probably equidistant to what mm-hmm. you are now, maybe even a little bit shorter. And living close is always great, but in D.C. it sucked ass. I mean, living in yeah, he, Maryland I, and commuting to Virginia to the radio station. Even me, who I was only like seven or eight miles away, it was still a pain in the ass. There was a nice couch upstairs. 
And a 7-Eleven across the street. You can it's just run no, over there. The bad thing about that 7-Eleven, it was just out of the distance of you to walk to uh, uh, in between commercial breaks. That's true. You could drive there, though, because our old commercial breaks at uh, WJFK. Sometimes 11 minutes. Yeah. What? What's the... Um, I remember a couple of times when I was running the dump for Ron and Fez and I was upstairs... I'd be like, Dubs, uh, I'll let you know when I'm back on the Instant Messenger. Mm-hmm. And I would literally run out as soon as we went to commercial break, run to the 7-Eleven, get something, and be back like two minutes left. I'll just give you my order, too. Yeah. <laughs> Can you give me a Red Bull? Okay. Or back then for you, it was a Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Can you grab Oof. me a Pepsi? Your whip days. <laughs> and a uh, cheeseburger Big Bite. Oh, I love those. I haven't had one of those in forever. Hey, can you get me a 1,000 calories? <laughs> and you're a quick run up. Please, sir. Need By the way, my daily dosage. Big ups to Pinchy up in Cleveland. Got me the entire new Ice Cube CD. Wow. All in my email. <laughs> Thank Lucky you. Lucky you. Thank you, sir. Not quite sure how he does it. And I'm sure it's screw all. Screw you, Ice Cube. I'm sure it's all legal. That's payback for boot mix, uh, bootlegs and remixes. That was an awful CD. I bought that one. You owe me for that one, Cube. We're all set now. And- Whatever, what movie was that, the last one he did? Oh, in War. There was another one, War and Peace Cube. That one sucked, too. Hey, are you guys going to the launch on Saturday? The launch? Uh-huh. What's that? No, uh, Discovery. Oh, they're uh, they're doing... Uh, I, I remember watching the last one from my apartment. You could uh, see it going through the air. I, well, my cousin's in town. I think I'm going to take him out. That could be fun. I'm pretty sure... All right, Soul Brother says, are you crazy? Why? Uh, he's probably talking about War and Peace. He's probably still on the Ice Cube thing. All those Ice Cube albums had gems. I'm an Ice Cube fan. I got all the new stuff. Do you, SBK? No. <laughs> That's right. No. I do in my email. All right, well, good show tonight, guys. Chunks, you ruined the 8 o'clock hour, but other than that, I think the show was strong. How are you going to make up for it tomorrow? I won't say a word. That's not how you make up for it on the radio. Tommy, tell him how to do it. You bring content to the table. Let me hear it, Chunks. How are you going to do? you going to get us somebody for the draft tomorrow? I will absolutely do my best. Isn't the draft going to be over by then? Here's who I'd like mm. you to get. David Stern. Um, he might. Uh, he's the president. The uh, commissioner, right? Yeah, the yeah, commissioner and CEO. Yeah. So if you get David Stern for tomorrow night show, that'd be great. He might not have a mission. uh, Free. And see if you can get somebody from the Magic, Mavs, and just cause Pistons. Dumb. Pistons. Yeah. Yeah, I like to hear where Dubs is from. I do watch basketball. That's who I root for. I'll see what I can do. Oh, I think Shot might be able to help me out. <laughs> you know, that's what's funny. I told you get me somebody. Just Shot to... Doctor would have been great. How come you didn't get Shot Doctor or Dan Celio or anybody over at 740? Hell, Jimmy D, who does <laughs> promotions. <laughs> would have been better than that curmudgeon we had on earlier. I mean, honestly, if you're down to it and be like, yeah, you know what could be good radio? Here's my mock draft expert. And it's Jimmy D reading off of NBADraft.net. <laughs> but you know your problem? No vision. No creativity. Thanks. Tommy will teach you. Come give me water. Building my nest. Leave me alone. (laughs) 
Wake up with the monsters in the morning. Schoenberg middays. Philip's file in the afternoon. Hideout's back at seven. Real Radio Rewind is next. You smudged my makeup, you bastard. <laughs> Somebody always talk good. Question everything and stay classy. Wow, well, bitch, five thousand. Five thousand. Today's not a good day to be a bad guy, is it, skank? <laughs> 5,000, 5,000, 5,000. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! You're a whore. Admit it. Beat it. I had intercourse with the pig. I love D. I love D. Go! Go! I wish I know how to quit you. I'll be smacking my own. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hose. I be smacking my hose. I be smacking my hose. Not interested. I thought. I, 5,000.